Bonjour, mon ami. Tonight, Nightcaps at the theater is going back to Paris, France with the raunchy, raucous, frolicking farce that is 1982's La Père Noël est un odeur, or Santa Claus is a bastard, or a stinker. If you have ever had a rough time during the holidays, or are just down in general, then why don't you call in to our SOS Distress Friendship Suicide Prevention Hotline? We are all here for you during this holiday season, as long as we aren't stuck in an elevator, breeding rabbits, eating oysters, or throwing random corpse pieces to zoo animals. What was that last one? Oh, never you mind. Strap in to see just how homeless ruffians, stuffy telephone operators, and a drag queen manages to survive one of the most magical nights of the year. Trust us, your family has nothing on the crass, vulgar mouths stuffed into this French film. And if you beg to differ, mon dieu. Press the button! Press the button! Pow! someone intro because i'm dying hey everybody it's we're back over yeah. at nightcaps at the theater you oh, to change that jazz standard too but that's a that's, that's, for, the, that's for the reboot yeah, yeah another year that's for next year's problem another standard right but uh who are we yeah. who who are we <laughs> Well, if you haven't heard, uh, my name is Mark Zebro Jr. Over to my right is... I'm Why the Cage Bird Sings, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. And to my far end uh, of the table... Crap, I keep forgetting we're doing, like, No, it's just my thing. Like, I know why the Cage Bird sings after this week, so don't worry about uh, it. Why do we fall, Bruce? <laughs> um, I am... All this music? You don't know any musical quotes, Matthew? Oh, are we doing music? We can do whatever. I poetry. Yeah, what is exactly. poetry but music for the soul? I am uh, Mr. Bullshit Johnson himself, Matt Cabrera. There we yeah. go. That, that's here. a reference to obscure English author B.S. Johnson. Yeah. Who is... Uh, uh, my, my 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 favorite band's lead singer's favorite author. Wow, so, that's you really know, specific. Yeah. That's I went in. No, and nobody will get or appreciate that, but I went there. Someone might. You never know. We got a few more listens this week, which was really hey, really? look at that. I was like, wow, we're getting hmm. some likes on the Instagram. No Patreon yet, though. Oh, no, that's oh. not my job, Boo Boo. That's I, one of you. I do. You hear it? You hear it? Listen, my voice is cracking. Oh, yeah. This job took my voice. They little mermaided me. I'm going to treasure once or twice. I could be your money man. All nice. right. Well, that's I'll, your I'll job. be funneling in all the all the funds for our... Uh, <laughs> Uh, our microphones and our test beds and no, what whatnot. I'll you make know, the I'll make the Kickstarter video. Yeah, and everyone like knows three of us in rags. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows I'm the legs of this operation. Mm, I just oh, show course. my gams, hey, you, Sharon Stone style. You go, go all my the way. way. You then, go all you know, the way up, John. Are you sure, all the way up. Are you sure you don't want this mic? We can switch seats here. I'll project. I'm good. They are can you? hear. I can project. That's fine. I'm loud every other episode. <laughs> Why can't I be quiet? One. I don't know. So let's get this 
roaster cooking <laughs> with some TV cord. What a great transition. Oh, of course. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. So TV. Boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, thank you, that could Dick be Wolf. either Netflix or the gavel. Or anything. Yeah. So TV, did we see any TV this week? Speaking of Netflix's boom-booms, I, uh, <laughs> I've discovered that that sound actually comes from Kevin Spacey tapping the desk twice in House of Cards. Oh, oh shit. we can't use it anymore yeah. because Kevin Spacey did it. <laughs> it's, been, so. it's been tainted. <laughs> Damn. Well, there goes that idea. Yeah, uh. th- that million dollar. That was the only thing keeping them afloat with those wow. two little knocks at the wow. beginning of every episode. If only he didn't diddle that boy. You know? He would be okay. Life would have been different. That kind of reminds me of happy. like, remember like the who from like college humor back in the day. Every time like it ended a video, it would just go Hoo! vaguely, yeah, yeah. Vaguely. yeah then, I, then, then, I like, wasn't a college humor. Person. I, 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 I was. I love wa- watching the Harley working videos, just seeing the office banter and everything like that. It even had an episode where they just discontinued that, that like like the who, like they're just like okay, like like it. We got to get rid of it. And they just did a montage of like all their like episodes that ended like that and like why nice. god why <laughs> and so it kind of and now it had like a subtle like ending that has like the like the knock of like Netflix like da mm. so I like the knock it wakes me oh. Spe- speaking of little musical stings like that mm. uh, and this does pertain to TV court Thank I think goodness, otherwise we would have to eject you from the courtroom <laughs> Oh, for contempt of court. Yes. The Cabrera has been uh, stricken from the record. Wasting my time. I'm reclaiming my time. There's a Maxine (laughs) Waters reference dating back six months. Overruled for irrelevancy. Yes. Your honor. Um, Would be my case if this wasn't pertinent, but I assure you it is. I finished Maniac, which I don't think was a thing that had happened this time last week. Slash last episode. It was, it was fantastic. Did I tell you you would love it? Mm, yeah, a little birdie. A little birdie did <laughs> sing yeah. Freedom yeah. into my ear. I should check out Maniac. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that ending was great. It was well earned. It was open. Oh, I'm, it was. I don't want to like spoil much. Oh, don't spoil. I, yeah. I, I'm gonna you eventually keep it vague. The show I'm gonna. Vague. I'll eventually check yeah. it out. It eventually. was eventually like that. <laughs> dang, uh, all that skit. Eventually, <laughs> remember? Oh yeah, Superman. All that. Amanda Bynes. We need to bring her up later too. I oh miss yeah. It. yeah. But no, it was a it was a great, very fitting ending for this show. Um, and yeah, I, I don't really know about season two. I don't think it's very necessary, but we'll see. Hmm. Um, and we did, or I did discover at the end of every episode, because for whatever reason, um, this is finally tying it back to when I said, remember musical stings like 18 years ago, uh, at the end of every episode of Maniac, apparently I only discovered this for the last one because I stuck around past the credits because there was autoplay wasn't going obviously. And it has our favorite line sung by Jonah Hill, not sung, whatever, (laughs) when the, when the Paramount logo pops up. Eddie, I'm a hawk. Yeah. And that and won't make just, any sense to Mark, and it's fine. It's so fantastic. It yeah. still doesn't make much sense to you me. You won't understand what it happens in the show either, so don't worry. It doesn't about make it. much sense. Yeah, so no spoilers there. I'm, I, you know, I, I could pretty re- read between the lines. Maybe yeah. could be could be on the on the nose. Could could not. There's so. A lot of subtext. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Dating back up. to episode one, that reference. Oh right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of sorta actually. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was always even you know. That episode isn't set until a little bit later, but it's all it, since episode one. It's in the Paramount tagline, which is a little. I'm not sure how I feel about that because there are like three people out of the ones who saw it actually stuck around past the credits mm-hmm. and were like, "Hmm, what is this yeah. about?" Which could but, be related to Mark's uh, Royal Tenenbaums. It's a very Royal Tenenbaums vibe, kind of, sorta. Yeah. I feel like it's a reference, oh, yeah. like a so. sly reference too. Huh. So. 
Maybe you should pick up Maniac, Mark. I'm, I, I will. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will. I mean, it, that tech week's right around the corner, so I'm going to have to like. <laughs> What's put a tech some... week? I don't even remember it now. <laughs> is uh, that I your... Think, I think yeah. that's all. Let me think. All right, uh, case blah, closed. Blah, blah. You know, yep, we'll see you. Bring in the next, next offense. I'll go. I got a lot. <laughs> and a, a voice that's waning, but still beautiful in its own way. Um, this Friday, the 7th of December, RuPaul's Christmas Queen Spectacular shows before All-Star Season 4. Um, watch it, please. I convinced my Wall Street banker friends to watch it. They have a whole RuPaul pool going on, mm. betting pool. Watch it. It's a pop culture pillar. <laughs> I mean, I don't have them Hulus or them cable it's boxes on, anymore. Oh, it's, it's on nowhere. VH1. What you are you talking you about? I don't have a cable watch, box. You could only watch it live. <laughs> Living with... <laughs> Neanderthals stones over here. Watch it. It's the pinnacle hey, he's, he's of He's a pop cord culture. cutter. Hey, uh, hey, Fred. I just found out Velma is a man. Oh, <laughs> you've been screwing her on the side, Bonnie. What are you doing, Bonnie? Why are you dressed up like a woman? <laughs> I love you, Fred. <laughs> Anyways, it's not TV, but I've been watching a lot of YouTube this week to get through my depression. Mm. To be honest with you. Um, a lot of Lindsay Ellis, who you may formerly known as Nostalgic Chick from Channel Awesome, a few other Channel Awesome affiliates, Browse Held High, who does like the Jonathan Snobbery Hour, and Obscura Lupa, now going by Movie Nights, who does more of like the campy cult classics. They separated from Channel Awesome long ago mm-hmm. before like that schism happened. Ooh. And I'm big the fans of Great schism of, of uh, yeah. 1612. Yeah, <laughs> of 2018. <laughs> Um, other than that, you know, it's and I've been strangely addicted to a, a channel called Snake Discovery, Ooh. which is all about it's not as risque as it might <laughs> do seem. I, do I have like, to visit this in incognito? No, it's about snakes and this lady raises them and her reptiles, and I've just been fascinated. Today's by. snake, a trouser snake. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've raised boing, a few boing, snakes boing. in my lifetime, believe it or not. I've had a few pet snakes. Really? Well, I don't. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, you don't know a lot about oh. me. Yeah, I'm a man of mystery. <laughs> We're going to delve deep in this episode. Yeah, I've seen a snake or two, don't worry. I can already tell what your favorite Mortal Kombat character is. Oh, is it Snake? <laughs> no, Reptile. Oh, all right. I thought we were talking about MSG, but that's just <laughs> oh, MGS. No, not. you're thinking of Smash. Yeah. Oh, your favorite Smash character, talk though. about Smash. Oh, I don't care about that. Let's hey. talk about Smash, baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about you and me. me. Let's oh. talk about Mario and Luigi. Ooh. <laughs> wow, you had that rhyme prepared, didn't you? Yeah, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, it's this chill girl who talks about snakes. My case is over, Mark. It's your turn. Uh, no, nothing. I got. I literally note. Uh, I think the only like um, in terms of Netflix news, uh, news everybody uh, is that uh, Netflix is really uh, taking the chopping block at these uh, Marvel yeah. shows. Yeah. No one seems to care anymore. But it also probably has to do with this Disney Plus. Yeah. But the oh, thing yeah. is, even Marvel's been vocal about that saying they're not picking these shows back up but for some odd reason they also made to mention that daredevil which is the most recent show to get the axe on netflix which is, is that, unfortunate because i actually like daredevil um is that they said that he's not done i guess with in terms of this like yeah, expanded cinematic universe <laughs> which 
the show, baffled face which on my the shows, face. the shows and the movies have like almost next to no crossovers with each other. Who plays Daredevil? He's pretty good. Charlie on Cox, yeah. which yeah. I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I like Snake him. Discovery. <laughs> uh, which I you know I, I I like him. I like him as Daredevil. You know, yeah. I think he adds a lot. Um, he's a British actor. I I don't, I don't know him from anything else. Yeah. But uh, I heard the actor who does uh, Daredevil and the one who does Kingpin. They're like fantastic. Like people love them. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They say well, they can't imagine it, anyone else. Vincent D'Onofrio, who's been you know like been around since like the nineties. You know, I, I I liked him from first season, and he popped up in second season, and you know he made a bigger resurgence, I guess, for this third season. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it, but now that they're all like getting canceled now, I figured yeah maybe it's time to go back and just kind of finish them, and you know not yeah. to just like keep going on with them. So you know mm-hmm. I've sound like a hypocrite in saying that I won't watch these shows anymore, but now that they're all ending, it's like yeah why not? <laughs> if I have free time, I'll. Give it a watch. At least now you have you know they have a definitive endpoint. It's oh, not something that'll. I don't even know if I've seen. Yeah, what, true. They, yeah, yeah, they could. That all these like seasons that now ended like Iron Fist and these Luke Cage. These superhero movies apparently and shows they like to leave it on. Apparently, Disney really doesn't want anything like rated R. You know, they don't want anything past PG thirteen on their streaming service. We're not going to get any Disney porn. Doesn't make any well, sense. Well, I to will me. not buy into this Disney <laughs> well, service at all. Now, now, like Deadpool, I think uh, you know they've been advertising like. They had that scene from uh, Princess Bride, yeah. where like, Fre- like Be- was it Fred or Ben Savage? Uh, Fred is, Savage. Fred Sa- is sitting ben in the bed, Savage. and you know, and then like Deadpool's like reading him like the book, and because yeah. it, like it's to help advertise. It's like a PG thirteen uh, rating of Deadpool two is like going back. to All theaters. my grade yeah. schoolers will go see that. I rest I, assured. I do want to watch it, but I, I just want to see what fans have now like been petitioning for like since like you know the whole Marvel Fox deal has mm-hmm. been like uh, going through. And uh, they want Deadpool now, uh, since like Stanley's passing, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> uh, they want Deadpool to now be the new cameo that pops <laughs> up in all these uh, future Marvel films. Which you know, I before I, you know, I've always been a fan of Deadpool. I wasn't a big fan of the second one. I, I you know, like I've I've talked about it already, and it's just like they're just kind of recycling the older jokes uh, from the first one, and then just like kind of like picking apart like all this like pop culture and like recent events uh, like the, the people that are like so into it would have to like know about it that post anyone else like calling uh what's his name josh brolin who plays uh that De- uh, cable and the newest one and then deadpool's also calling him thanos because you know he <laughs> plays thanos but it's like an average moviegoer would be like what? Like, what are you talking? Because they, who? they, uh, Me. you mean like, who? They, 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 you know, someone would not know exactly who Josh Brolin is as an actor and what he's done. So, yeah, they'll assume he's Thanos. So, I don't know. You know, uh, they can only wait and see what Marvel's plans are for whatever they have in store for these uh, shows or what they might have in store for De- Daredevil. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, that's that's all I got. I read a few articles about how superhero movies are making kids stupider. And part of me wants to say, oh, it's malarkey. Art is art. Mm-hmm. That's not really... But then the other half of me that actually works with these children agrees with this article. I mean, they put Thanos in Fortnite and kids... You oh, know, boy, did play. they? They did. Oh, that was man. a thing. Where's my knife? Where's and, my knife? Get me my knife! Anthony and Joe Russo, <laughs> you know, the Russo brothers, were all for that, where it's like, hey, let's do a Thanos event. And oh, great. That, ha- that was a thing for a short time. I don't know, though. I mean, what was the superhero movie before this uh, explosion? No, like, what was... Incredibles. What, what took the place of the genre? Incredibles was, like, the first time, I think. 
No, Spider-Man was before that. Was it? Yeah, Spider-Man X-Men. was like 2000. It was real close, though. Yeah, X-Men was... X-Men was the pushing point. the big resurgence. Yeah. I remember the old Daredevil. Even uh, Jan Song Bob Strike Back made that joke, where it's like, you know, like ever since like uh, X-Men uh, uh, that made, uh, made a film, where it's like uh, the whole studio box office went to hell, and that joke mm-hmm. is like, I think it's still... for that. up. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know if it's making kids stupid. Or, well, like, what would they be watching if if superhero films the hadn't come out? Other cheap horror movies. I mean, they wouldn't suddenly be watching, uh, like, <laughs> what the fuck is it? Like, can film festival there you nominees? Go. There you go. Well, we got Happy Death Day. Well, <laughs> Happy Death Day, Day, Day too. You. Is 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 yeah. coming is coming out again? So. Which I found interesting because that trailer came out of nowhere, and I was like, hmm. you know what? I'll give you this one. I thought the first one it got pretty good reviews. Right? I well I, I saw it and yeah. I wasn't against it, and I kind of appreciated it, kind of taking this kind of direction with like this kind of groundhouse groundhouse day, groundhouse uh, gra- ground 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 groundhogs day <laughs> approach. But ground even it even house. it even makes that joke like in the movie, and we're just like, eh, that's not too original. But like, yeah, we'll we'll have to see what well, you know, what that does. But uh. I guess that's a nice transition to movie talk. Uh, movie, movie phone. phone. Oh, movie phone. I, I, the I, I phone is ringing. We're going to pull out the Wonder Pets ring, now, right? Ring. That's a reference for you grade schoolers in the audience. Ooh, I do love anyway, some Wonder Pets. I'll pick up the phone first. Hello? Oh, <laughs> listen to that. It's Ingmar Bergman. That's right. It's Ooh. Jonathan's Culture Corner right now. I love gotta... her. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> podcast cancel. Um, Welcome to Nightcap of the Theater as I host this podcast right. in John Kwiatkowski's house while he slums in the back in the fetal I just position. Just want some culture. That's all I want. Hey, we're cultural. That's the one hey. that picks most of the foreign films. Hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, who? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Who's to say the Miami connection isn't the cultural <laughs> litmus test uh, of our? Audience, I think you right? wait, audience. Me, me confusing Ingmar and Ingrid Bergman. I think that's that's it pretty was high on the culture. Episode one. That's you pretty high learn, on the right? culture uh, level, yeah. culture chart, yeah, culture um, club. Karma anyways, Canadian. Ingmar Byrne, Criterion, who may be hit and miss for some of our audience members, uh, released a forty disc, not forty disc, forty movie <laughs> collection. <laughs> How many for- discs? Actually, I didn't count. Hey, what if you're missing one? I didn't even check. I put one in. I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch this. Ingmar Bergman's one of my favorite directors. Um, Criterion released a set that set up like a, a film festival in his honor. It starts with Smiles of Summer Night, which is my favorite Bergman film, ironically. And I watch chronological? Yeah, chronological. Okay. Not chronological in their setup. They do have a chronological list, but I'm watching it in their setup just to get a feel. Oh, uh, okay. Um, it's their suggestive feel. I figured I'd do that. Very um, interesting. I watched his first film this previous weekend, Chris or Crisis. Very melodramatic, plays out like a play, which is why I respect him so much. He does a lot of theater work mm. in his films. Mm. Um, it feels like you're watching shows, which is why I enjoy him so much. And then in the accompanying book that came along with this disc set, I read a quote that literally brought me to tears. It may be the alcohol, it may be this week I've had, but I wanted to share it with you all just to get a feel for like my emotions at this if I need some uh, medication or some sort. Mm. So, this is from Bergman at the age of 20, which is five years ahead of me and already with these <laughs> profound thoughts. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in the depths of my foolish soul, I nurture one conceited notion. One day, perhaps one day, something shining and beautiful will be prized out of all this wretchedness, like a tiny, tiny pearl out of a big, black, ugly muscle shell. And if one day something beautiful might come from me, then my calling in life will be answered. 
And truly that quote, that one quote hit me at such an emotional moment mm. that I just wept. And I was oh. like, you're reading a book, you're watching a movie, why are you crying? And I was just crying. I was like, this is the most profound shit I've ever heard. God damn. And, you know, I like Bergman, so... I'm continuing. I'm trying to do one Bergman film a week. That's insane. Yeah, I, I would expect that from a man at least in his 40s. Yeah, so I'll keep you updated. But no, he was only 20 years young. God damn. Yeah. What and are I, we doing? And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll return for the segue segment of John's request as uh, you just give me a copy of what? The Seventh Circle? Seventh Seal. Se- seventh Seal. Sorry. <laughs> I, I literally just... Uh, that's the second time I've got the title wrong as yes. John gave, the, gave me that Out DVD. Out of two times, you've got it wrong both times. And I, you know, I'm quite unfamiliar with... Uh, uh, Bergman. Yeah, exactly. Ingmar so, Bergman. Yeah. I, Swedish auteur. I, I, almost, I almost got it wrong for uh, for Matt's sake. So. Yeah, watch it. You might I didn't want it. you to start banging your head on table it might teach you about uh oh, you know Ber- bergman did seven seal yes i didn't know that interesting oh. oh boy we've got a long way to go on this podcast but that, you know uh, that's been on my list for a while i'm trying to instill culture just bit by bit we're getting there that's been on my list since hulu had the criterion oh, collection wow. if everyone remembers that yeah Oof. um let me continue i guess so movie phone um i really want to see the favorite other than that mm-hmm. oh, gotta go to new york yeah <laughs> with this voice they won't let me in the door <laughs> quick to the alamobile they, right? they do scan uh, for voices <laughs> right they check the to see if your voice works but i want to see the favorite um other I, than that actually for alamo yeah. you might be uh, their favorite customer if your voice doesn't work because <laughs> i can't speak um other than that i'm gonna hang up the movie phone that's all i got to this week all right ring, ring. oh what is this another call from the same number who could it be let's see i watched what was that movie called? It was something, I think it was on... I, you I sound like on, my dad. I watched it on hey, Freeform. What was, what was that guy with that <laughs> asshole? No, no, no. This wasn't something like I willingly went out of my way to watch. Was it two eyes and a nose? Hmm. There were a couple of people like that on oh, screen. Right. It was uh, something on Freeform. It's about... <laughs> it's it's this film with Kate Winslet <laughs> and Cameron Diaz. Uh-huh. And they like swap houses or something after each oh, of them has know, a bad the, breakup. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that fucking film. It's They're, with Jude Law, Jack Black. Jude Law, it. Jack Black. You don't know this film? No. It's not. It's like a dumb rom com that's oh. a little bit funny. But it was on Freeform, and I was like, okay, whatever. This this, this is like from like 2005 or something like that. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's we at least like a decade old. Um, I think it's called like the like the Switch or something like that, or like the mm. the the weekend. I forget what something called. very unoriginal. Yeah. Probably. Well, how did you enjoy it? It was. I thought it was decently okay. I like <laughs> watching these sorts of films uh, when December hits. Kind of, I guess, what the general public would call lame films. It just really gets me in the Christmas spirit. Is this part of their Twenty Five Days of Christmas? I don't think on? it was because no. there's no holiday mentioned. I believe. Oh wait, no. I think yeah, it is like Christmas or New Year's, and they're like, "Why aren't you spending it? Why are you spending it alone?" Oh, I think no. it is part of their Twenty Five Days. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> they, they took it over. Freeform is uh, formerly ABC Family. Yeah, that makes anyway, sense. Anyway, yeah, I just love that kind of schlock. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, I was doing my own thing. I was shipping packages. I was taping. I was forcing. <laughs> Illegal packages. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it was just a great thing to have on in the background. And for the foreground, later that night, I watched um, You're a Mean One. Oh, Mr. Grinch. Oh no! Oh, oh which one? Yeah, we have uh, to clarify. Is it mine? Yeah. Is it mine? Yeah. With, I don't remember. Yeah, I wouldn't touch you. Or the original, oh, okay, the cartoon. Okay. No, I got it. Okay, I got a good transition. Oh, 
I wouldn't touch this version with a 39 and a half foot pole. Ah, there we go. But which version? It's the recent, the most latest the one. The Jim yeah. Carrey version? No. Oh, no. All the Benedict Cumberbatch? You're living 20 years in no! the past, my friend. Oh, he's a Cumberbatch. Why did you go watch that? Hey, we got A-list, you know? Oh, well, now and, you have uh, to describe what they did differently. His from Frank the Walker the dog. Right? <laughs> and the new Wreck-It Ralph was uh, not playing in Dolby. When we were, <laughs> oh, God, so when our time was it. free, yeah. so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch it in Dolby at a future date. Um, Creed two was playing in IMAX, but I have not seen Creed one, sadly, so mm. we're not gonna see that. It, uh, it's all. the last time you're gonna see Rocky. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, uh, Creed three. I, I mean, that's what he said. Does he die? I, I don't know. I don't one. know. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, no. So we we settled for the Grinch, and it was settled for the Grinch. That could be a podcast, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Honestly, it was it was fine. It was it was very middling. I don't believe that. It's like it's like a four point two five. No, four point two five out of eight pizza slices. Really? Yeah. You rated that higher than Battlefield Earth. Oh well, come on. <laughs> this one only lasted like an hour. Well, he also uh, did four point out of five, so he's got a personal pie. Yeah, a personal pie. No, four. four so that means that means no, four out of eight. Four out of eight. Ah, oh, there we go. Four out of five. He corrected himself. In the rating. I was confused. All right. Four out of five is like the highest uh, uh, accolade I could ever give a film because my love does not go to five. Yeah. But it, it was very middling. It was like it's fine for the holidays if you know what you're getting yourself into, and it's five dollars, and you you got like an hour and a half to kill. It felt very short. It felt very slight. There was not a lot of character it's work the being done. Grinch, Matt. Yeah. What yeah. do you expect? I, exactly. <laughs> like there were families there that I'm sure had paid for it, and I I felt a bit bad about that. But the kids <laughs> that were around, the babies, they really seemed to enjoy it. The babies. That's yeah. all we care. These were like three years old, and every time something happened on screen, they would go, they would shout. That's funny. <laughs> Just to remind you that that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, but it was. Did the see. Grinch die? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did he slit did his wrist? Really right? You really want me to spoil this? Yeah. No, he does I don't not. Think he does not. He does not die. Yeah. His heart grows uh, three two, sizes. two sizes bigger, so he's at the, oh, yeah. the regular three sizes. Yeah. So I guess. he has a heart attack. And right. He does die. <laughs> <laughs> the scene in which that happens is actually kind of funny because. It happens in like weird levels. It's like, it's almost like a like a countdown, like a timer. You see it like grow once, and then you you know it's gonna happen again, and you see it grow twice, and it's just like weirdly handled. Um, I just yeah. If you got three dollars, check it out. Three dollars. One question. Maybe did, five. Does Cindy Lou who ever get off this Mac or no? <laughs> does she stay on it? Does, does she ever, ever get off this Mac? This Mac, yeah. Oh. Well, does she ever find Christmas? <laughs> Where are you, Christmas? The and then Mariah Carey, I think, sings like the, the, the end credits version. Oh, God. Oh. I, I don't know if... I don't recall this in any of the other versions, but uh, Cindy, Lou, Cindy Lou Who's mother is a single mom. That, oh, that's no. not in any of the other. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's there's never a. It's established... a very loose canon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they kind of flesh the story out there a bit, like She's everyone was asking for. <laughs> She's an no, old. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm drinking on the weekdays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's an overworked single mom, and all that Cindy Lou who wants for her is uh, to get some help around the holidays. Yeah, she tries to help her out as I much as she could. That. I'm there. Like I kind of enjoyed she... that a, a little bit. You know, oh. it brought something t- a tiny bit new, but. 
Everything else was just very slapdash. Oh, the jokes didn't really land at all. Oh, I will say, I I very much commend. This greatly enhanced my enjoyment. There were a myriad of different Christmas songs from nice all across. Nice vocab word there. <laughs> yeah, it was my word of the day. Yeah. From uh, from different genres that span different genres, different versions of Christmas songs. You know, okay. they had um. The Tyler, the Creator one, made for this movie cool. during, the, during, during, during the credits. Uh, first of all, I did not know that he yeah. did something like that. That's <laughs> he, so stupid. He went from horrorcore, like uh, early Eminem type raps oh to... Oh my god. To, you know, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Wrap it up, wrap Illumination. it up. I don't want to hear it. I've had they, enough. They, yeah. are, they also played... Uh, Let's you watch know, Battlefield Earth again. <laughs> they played... Cri- you know, a lot, a lot of the aliens there look like the Grinch. Do you want to watch the Grinch? <laughs> no. no, please. <laughs> Give me lunch instead. He, he shoves a DVD into his mouth. <laughs> uh, but no, they they had uh, a, uh, the old jazz version of Zat You, Santa Claus. They had uh, Christmas and Hollis. They had... Uh, you know, like you know, rocking around the Christmas tree, but just and a lot many of things. More. A lot of things came up like every two minutes. It was a little overwhelming, but I was into it. I knew you had a boner as soon as you mentioned Christmas music. You had a boner this whole movie, didn't you? With those little kids in the audience, pervert. I might have had a little uh, <laughs> the Grinch. <laughs> no, Matt's a Christmas music boner. I might have had a silly six inch going. Yeah, oh, quarter God. chub. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Hey, uh, I put a merciful end. Damn. Mark, pick up the phone. What movie did you watch? Uh, uh, so I watched uh, an odd back-to-back featurette uh, for me. <laughs> so it's it's two movies. They're revenge movies. Action movies. Um, they're two movies. Uh, I mean, I've been meaning to watch these, actually. They've both come out within, like, the past couple years. The first one I watched was uh, Hardcore Henry. Oh, oh yeah, the video that, yeah. game movie. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, I it, hated the trailer for that, let me I tell you. I, I, same here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, the director... I knew it would make some people sick, and it made me happy. Uh. The, the, there, there's a lot of gory image, uh, stuff that happens in this movie. Oh, that's not what made me sick. I was uh, like, but how could they be doing this I, to my film? You know, it, 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 it's, it's short. It feels like a, like a first-person video game. You know, it's all told from the, fir- the first-person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it goes through like like this kind of slow kind of like it feels like you're watching Call of Duty. That's that that or, or, I don't like that comparison. Well, I, I mean, I, well, this is exactly what it is. It's nothing but like yeah. like guns and like I would say like, Resident Evil, a better video game. I think maybe like Saints Row. You're talking about like one like four. what? Yeah, but that's not first person. Yeah, it's over the shoulder, close enough. This this movie That's third yeah. person. I, I was yeah, I was thinking third person with Saints Row, but this movie is like really over the top, right? Oh hell it's yeah, super goofy. This director, um, the only reason why this movie was made is because he made it a uh, music video. He directed. That's in the same kind of film style, first person, and so he just decided to make that a movie. There you go. And uh, the only like person that's like notable, like an actor, is the guy that plays uh, I think Ickis. In that, uh, not 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 that Ickis. It's the um the District Nine movie. Oh, uh, with Vikas. Okay. Yeah. Vic, Vikas. Oh, right? we That's had a friend it. named Vikas, so we know that name. So yeah, he's a <laughs> he's a South African uh actor. He's been in a bunch of shit, actually. Yeah, he's in oh. everything that's like Neil Blomkamp. He's you know he he's chappy. <laughs> oh. uh, he was in Elysium. Um, uh, but oh, like so I, all shit movies. Yeah, Congratulations. No, yeah. He was he was even in the A Team movie that was garbage. Oh. 
Uh, and there's another movie that is in that came out maybe a, a little while back that's also very gun toting and stuff like that. But I like him. I think he's a really like ser- serviceable actor. Yeah. Uh, but you know the movie's fun. You know if if you got time to kill and you want want to watch something that's like stupid and just with explosions and guns and something a little bit neat, I was like, oh, I could yeah. just walk outside my streets to see that. There you go. <laughs> you know what I will say? If a list had been out at that point, or maybe if if I. If, I don't know if $5 Ticket Tuesday was a thing, but I would pay $5 to see that on like a big screen. That kind of sounds like a good I, I tell time. you what, there, there's a big fight sequence that involves a Queen song, that which I was like, this is pretty queen, awesome. I do and it, it got me going. All right. Yeah. And it, it's during like the final... Is like, it Don't Stop Me Now? I'll never say. <laughs> it's Don't Stop Me Now. Uh, of course it is. What, what a choice. I mean, what else? Are you got Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> Actually, no, you can you so. do... You could do Fat Bottom Girls too. To yeah. a song. Fat you, Bottom Girls. Yeah, Fat Fat, ba- fat, fat Bottom girls. girls. I'm so sorry. We're from Wisconsin. Uh, the next film I want to talk about is uh, Upgrade. Oh, Upgrades. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, I thought this was the same movie for a time. It, it feels like this. You would think so it's the same movie. So this is a real double but feature. But this then. this this is a movie with actual plot and, oh. and actual uh. characters. Uh. And uh, but it, there's not a lot of action uh, that I, that I thought it was gonna be. You know, yeah. uh, it's another revenge story. Uh, dude uh, who gets like paralyzed, uh, gets implanted. I don't know why I laughed at that. <laughs> uh, get, gets implanted with like uh, a chip that like makes him like walk again, and like he's able to do like you know like kung fu fighting, everything like that. Like, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's literally that's not like the main focus of the movie. It's it's literally just like him trying to get like find his his like significant others killer and just trying to like mm. find what's going on essentially and yeah, it so it's a love story it, it feels like you know like uh if kit from knight rider was injected into um a body yeah it, into uh, <laughs> uh kit was a into hasselhoff and he didn't like uh, uh get fat and yeah. was able to like move around yeah, and stuff and, yell at his daughter. and it i uh it might have a polarizing ending but i like it I, I really I really like the way this movie ends. Uh, some people might be against it. I dug it, and it's another kind of like shortish movie. You can watch this movie back to back. It's a popcorn movie. Oh, definitely. But like it, it it's that's right, man. I said popcorn. Calm it, down. There's none in the room. It, <laughs> it's it's definitely jumping out the window. Like the reactions are really genuine. Like especially the dude that gets like when he starts hearing, it starts commuting with like the voice in his head and stuff like that. Because it's an, it's an AI, and like it's all about like questions of like. You know, like oh, like uh, I don't, because like, he works with his hands. And he doesn't want to work with machines and stuff like that, because it's like in the near future and da 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 da. da. But uh, it's it's good. It's a it's a very good movie. And uh, yeah, that's I, I give it uh, how many pizza slices? I'll give I'll give it a six. I'll give it Ooh, six wow. six and a half pizza slices. That's out almost of eight. a whole pie. I know. Nice. What a great Metacritic score! Thank goodness, thank goodness, we have such a clear and concise rating system on this podcast that you don't need a calculator for. Trot in the boards. We're going to talk about some theater real Ooh, quick. Cool. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird is currently on Broadway, starring Jeff Bridges as Atticus Finch. Interesting. Directed, Wonderful. no, written by Aaron Sorkin, directed by Bart Sher, who does everything amazing. Mm-hmm. I really want to see it. I need the money. I just spent it all in Kingdom Hearts fashion <laughs> instead of buying tickets for this show, which I should have. But I really want to go see it. It's getting rave reviews. Other than that, what I am going to see in March is Hadestown. Um, Hadestown is like a bluegrass jazz style rendition of the Orpheus and Eurydice myth with Persephone. I know I'm I getting blank stares from you and your Greek mythology, but Persephone <laughs> and Hades and all that. 
and it's going to be the hot ticket this Broadway. It's going to win all the awards unless a teenage suicide musical pops up Ugh. that I don't know about. Was per- <laughs> Persephone's uh, the fun. woman that he fell in love with? Yes. All right. She eats the, the pomegranate I'm seeds. I'm familiar with and... some Greek mythology. So, oh, you know, yes. It's yes. not just those fucking... How do God... you mean Honkules, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not those fuck. Not that movie and not those fucking God of War games. I've actually studied it. I, and I'm I've been, And I've actually asked for books for this year that, that I want to look over. So mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting that Aaron Sorkin wrote this... Uh, and I think this is the first time it's officially like performed on Broadway, this version. And, you know, he's hmm. responsible for The West Wing, The Social Network, Molly's Game. And it's just, I hear it's amazing. Right. I really want to go. You, you cool. skipped the newsroom. Oh, I, I oh, did see the, the I news. Actually, uh. I actually enjoyed the newsroom. Uh, I guess in terms of me, I haven't seen anything. I'll be performing in Seussigal over at the Cranford Dramatic Club in, in Cranford, Cranford, New Jersey. Well, why are we there now? <laughs> God, well, I have a full tech day tomorrow, so yeah. the, there'll be plenty of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, gonna be so that. Uh, uh, we'll be going up uh, December 7th, uh, that whole weekend, on to next weekend. So it'll just be a, a, a two-week uh, uh, extravaganza of uh, Seuss Gold the Musical. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Tickets Very you nice. can find online at uh, CranfordDramaticClub.com, and you can easily just a quick Google. And tickets are actually cheaper online, so... Here you go. Please buy. Please buy. We're close to selling out, actually. Everyone so. likes Susicle. So there's that... a lot of TNA in that show, right? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of everything. New cats <laughs> running around and hats and oh, amazing. Hats. Oh, amazing. Hats is the theme, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, did you see any theater? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> we'll yeah, end the no, segment. Then that's there's, fine. There's not even something I could spin into theater. Awesome. Yeah, so I've got not, a not even like a yeah. guy on the street of New York. There's nothing this time. Yeah, I've right. got a segment for you. The disc jockeys. We're off to the races Ooh, yet again. Lord. But let me start first. Good. Again. I need to get my phone. Just so yes. Um, thank you. Next. Let's talk about Ariana Grande. Mm, honestly, okay, I haven't seen that video Latest yet. Latest pop sensation. So the thank you next video is a revelation. In um, Many different ways. It references so many movies. We've got Mean Girls. We got Thirteen Going on Thirty. Bring It On. Legally Blonde. And Ariana Grande. Can I just say I'm proud of her? I grew oh, yeah. up with her, even though we grew up with these other pop divas. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she went from Nickelodeon, Sam and Cat, to make herself popular among this teen group. She's had these relationships, and she's you know she smarter went, than she lets on. She also went from Big Sean to Mac Miller to B. Davidson. Yeah, and that's okay. We've yeah. seen these pop divas go through, guys. She's, that's fine. She writes a song. She keeps us up to date. She's doing she it. goes, thank you, next. She's keeping it going. I just really appreciate that. Choice of Hans in the video. And Chris Jenner goes, thank you, next, bitch, at the end. So she's got these celebrities, and she also has Jennifer Coolidge. And I'm going to try my best Jennifer Coolidge impersonation with this voice. Let's see how it works out. Oh, my God. It's the 4th of July. My fucking tits. That'd be better if I had a voice, but I can do a mean Jennifer Coolidge, so I had to bring it up. I just got Botox injections. I can't show emotion for another hour and a half. Oh, Christ, what are you doing? Look at my tits, these fucking kids. My favorite role might have been in uh, Slapping the Sneakers. Oh, I love that fucking... Wait, wait, hold on. That's got to be a stay tuned. That has got to be a stay tuned. I fucking love that movie. That movie is hysterical. Oh, Oh. Mark, you earned your spot on this podcast. There you go. Matt, you gotta work to earn it. I haven't Slappy heard of that. Slappy and the Stickers. I used to watch that every third grade I be, class. I bet no one has ever watched that movie. I have. Besides John I and have. myself. I, I watched the movie every that. chance yeah, I got. fucking seal. Oh, oh. And Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd. Alright, you made my night. You gave me the energy to get through another week. I'm back, there bitches. I'm back. 
back in the New York groove. <laughs> Goodness. And that is my disc jockeys. Go to Music Town, y'all. Matt, you take it away. Oh, let me see if I got anything. Uh, ooh. There are a handful of albums that dropped this week. I have not listened to a single one of them. Because as I told you last time, I am chock full of Christmas cheer and Christmas spirit right now. Christmas time is here. I did see that uh, <laughs> Megan Trainer for whatever reason, was performing at like a, a Disney celebration for, for the holidays. Hmm. Didn't know she was... Uh, Still relevant. Disney affiliated. Didn't know we were still, you know, doing that, but <laughs> all right. She was on RuPaul two seasons ago, so oh. that means she's oh yeah had her Old time news. and went yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there was also uh, the Christmas Rockefeller uh, tree lighting. That was very interesting. If Mariah's not singing, I'm not interested. I don't think she was. I, I did yeah. see an interview. I only where... need to hear the live vocals, <laughs> and then I'm good. I heard an interview uh, with Mariah on Delilah's Light FM. Use her her sobriquet, you know. Sorry. Yeah. Um, stage name for all of you who have not invested, invested in the French language. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nah. yeah. Billy Porter performed in, like, oh, some, some white... From Pose, yeah. Yeah, FX's yeah. Pose, yeah. He performed in, like, a white pimp suit. Yeah, that's him. He does that a lot. At the Rockefeller Tree From celebration. From Boots, Mark. Everyone loves Billy Porter. Oh, my God. Billy he, Porter. I, I'm not sure about his singing this time. Oh. He, he did a good version of This Christmas, but he, he did one other but standard that I've forgotten. But nothing beats that Bell. Where are my background singers? <laughs> what at? Nothing more relatable. That's like me doing this Christmas show in a week. Uh. Where's my actors? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but I, I thought he went like... Pretty off key. The the second song that he performed. <laughs> it happens. He he did it with swag, but it happens. Yeah, Earl sweatshirts. Some rap songs. Wow. This is his kind of his big comeback. He hadn't been heard of in uh, but yeah, no. I, a couple of other things came out. I think it's like Meek Mill. I'm not really super interested in the other rap stuff, but Earl sweatshirt. Yeah, I definitely check him out. 25 minute album, Lean, and <laughs> mean sad and green, <laughs> lean and depressing. I hear. Oh. Yeah, I'm one of those two things. <laughs> I'll leave that for you to guess, audience. Mark, what horse are you betting on in this race? Oh, I bet my money on the bobtail race. Somebody bum, bum, bet bum, on bum, the bag. Oh, is that racist? Can we say that on this podcast? I don't know. Is it? I mean, I just watched Blazing Saddles for like the umpteenth time today, yeah. so I can't really tell. Yeah. But um, um, I got t- a couple bands I want to talk about, or people. Uh, Mits- Mitski, oh, Mitski, yeah. are, are you familiar with this? Uh, yeah. Matt, or Matt is Misty Day from uh, American oh, Horror John, Story I was actually I was thinking about recommending Mitski to you I think you love her at least her early works uh, yeah. I, I, I like her new album uh, which came out in August uh, she's really someone who wears like her heart on her sleeve mm-hmm. she's really one of those artists she should um, get it back in her chest what, what yeah oh, oh my heart <laughs> uh, what um, I listened to today that kind of like just kind of wanted me to recommend it is um I was I was on the road and I was listening to Sirius XM and they had a uh, acapella version of one of her newest singles uh Nobody mm. and uh it's it's really good uh it like literally without any instrumental it's great it's just like her like singing and her like just snapping her fingers uh, throughout the whole thing and it's it's very jazzy the way the way it comes <laughs> off and uh literally like it's it's just like her talking about where it's like you know like like the, like some of the first few lyrics is like her singing like you know like 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 i feel so lonely so i open up the windows to hear sounds of people and it's just like it's it's so it's so deep and it's so like sad 
And uh, it's you know, she's talked about. We've this. all opened up a window to hear some people. Oh God! <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, I know. It's my money, and I <laughs> need it now. <laughs> but um, she's talked about where it's like you know, like I I I think so much about like what people think about me, and I try to like kind of like compensate with that, with like just trying to, just kind of like. You know, make my voice heard just kind of think like you know like uh, don't think so hard and like what people think about you and just kind of focus on yourself and stuff like that and i think we've all been there so um one one thing another band i want to talk about is um beirut uh they've been around for a while i've just started listening to them they put out one of their singles which uh i think their newest album comes out in february um one of like the instruments that really like sticks out uh in their band uh is uh is the trumpet because they mm-hmm. had it, it kind of reminds me of like um at least it's not a new song because i think it's called like a uh, uh, Gal- galopino Gal- Gal- i don't know how to pronounce it but um uh I think i've heard it but i don't remember yeah because it, it, it kind of reminds me of like um like almost like the final like gunfight that that's about, or final showdown and like classic westerns because mm-hmm. it has a very like mariachi feel mm-hmm. around their music and it's very like so there's marconi scores it's very seldom yeah. and it's very like you know like it does you don't really need any lyrics behind what the music is really like doing for it so the mm-hmm. instrumental is like is great on its own so uh, that's another like uh recommend uh, right there and that it just makes me want to go and uh, look up some of their earlier stuff because it, it's from like mm-hmm. the, the early 2000s and uh, up until now so they've had like four four or five albums out mm-hmm. since then so yeah, yeah. It, it takes them too long to release an album it's like every five years or so yeah we, we get this bestowed I, I just, upon I, us literally i was just going throughout their uh, their itunes and like the stuff that's like been out since like 2005 I oh think, yeah so i think they have a couple features too on like like Sufjan Stevens stuff or Bon Iver stuff, pretty mm-hmm. much exactly Speaking who you. Speaking of Bon Iver, he was on the think. original concept album of Hades Town, which is coming to Broadway. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Really? Yeah, hmm. love Anais some Bon Mitchell, Iver. If you've ever heard of her, she's yes, the singer. Yeah, who yeah. did all the score? Like, oh. Continue, continue. oh, you know what? That sounds familiar, actually. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's all I got. All right, our horses came in. All right, so actually. Uh... I had given a hint last time. I don't remember it. You'd have to remind yeah, me. Yeah, it's a hint no, two men. That's great because disregard it, throw it out the window. Oh, okay. See, a lot happened between this recording and last recording. Mm. The span of one week. Yeah. Christmas tree lighting for one. <laughs> it became December. I'm sure it snowed somewhere. And just it, that imbued me with the Christmas spirit. It's and, an important month for it. And I was like, you know what? We're doing this next recording on December 1st. Spoilers. Yeah. That's when this is happening. I just, you know, when the clock struck midnight after November, something changed in me. And I was like, I need to change this movie. Okay. So oh. we're not watching what we what I had originally oh. scheduled. A deceiver. Oh, oh, Jump out the window. <laughs> if there's one thing to know about me, it's that I'm not a man of my word. Oh, oh. Who would tell lies on the internet, Matt? <laughs> we would. Yeah. I caps at the theater. Yeah. Oh. But uh, no, you could stay tuned for that one. I'm sure it's going to be probably my next pick, if not mm. two picks from now. But it's coming. Mm. Don't you worry. So it's Christmas. Uh, there's that phone again. That damn movie phone. We already answered him. The I segment's over. <laughs> Just keep talking over it. This movie is. We'll do a one-word journey. We'll be like, is a movie to watch? <laughs> no, the, the, okay. This came out in 1982. Oh, an oh. 80s movie, huh? Wonderful. 
This movie came out in 1982. Okay, all right. We're getting there, Matt. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Okay. It's based on a play. Oh. oh. John's favorite. Oh. My face just lit up. Based on a play. Yeah. From 1979. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, play? He's close. Based on, I'm pretty sure it's a French play. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um... Is that too many? Is that enough hints? Could you? You're not gonna get I it. I don't know. I swear, Paul, none please. of either of you are gonna get it. I need more than that. I can already tell I'm not gonna get I'm it. I'm thinking Moliere, and that's all I got for French Let's plays see. right now tonight. I'll give you one more hint. Okay. This isn't gonna help. <laughs> it was remade into the 1994 film <laughs> Mixed Nuts, oh. starring Steve Martin. Oh. Is Steve Martin in this version? I'm not sure. Oh no! Oh no! Any uh, any guesses? I sure, um, I, I have I have not the faintest clue. Okay, laughing. all right. I'll give you one last hint. <laughs> Tonight we will be drinking eggnog. Well, that narrows it down. Oh no! Right? I mean, it is the season, oh. right? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Tell us, Matt. Yeah. Tell Time us. for the big unveiling. Tonight we will be watching. Oh well. Wow. wow. What is it? It's Le Père Noël et une ordure. Wow. Wow. How did we not get that? I know. It's right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, this is this is actually a movie. I was thinking of making this a hint. It's a movie that's been rated uh, the top movie of all time. Like number one of all time by some weird poll that nobody really trusts. Wow. wow. And it was controversial. And like some critics had something to say about this poll. I think it was maybe a reader's poll. I'm not sure how they came to this conclusion. It's a good movie. It's highly regarded in France, mm-hmm. where which is where it was filmed and released. With a title like that? Oh. Yeah, I just... I, you <laughs> I would have thought... Right? I, the French would have been against you, that. You don't know our audience. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. those Quebecois can yeah. really listen in. Leave um, a rating, oh, and sure, subscribe. I'm sure we'll get a few Instagram likes from like random French uh, people. French people. <laughs> No, so this film, I think it's kind of a staple in uh, in France. It's been almost 40 years since it was released. I believe it was a box office smash. Let me see if uh, I could pull up some, some things oh. about it. It... Uh, not a lot of information on this film, surprisingly. Every time Ooh. I seem to pick a French film, not a lot of info out Which there. Which is many times, apparently, <laughs> according to yeah. recent episodes. This, yeah. I don't, this came to me in like a flash. Yeah. Um, I how, feel bad because I have some French films to pick and I don't want to back-to-back mark <laughs> oh, with please. them. How I discovered this... Okay, uh, this is actually my th- my third pick um, <laughs> that I had originally been thinking of. My first pick... I was like, you know, it's not the right time of year. Yeah. I thought it would be fine, but it's. I want something a little happier. Or not happier, but something we could laugh at and chuckle at. Uh, yeah. So then I, I settled on my second pick, which is what I gave the hint for. Mm. But then I. Which, which is a comedy, I'll say that. Mm. But then, you know, just the Christmas spirit struck me like a bolt of lightning or mm. Cupid's arrow or Santa's Play. sack. His ball sack. Right? <laughs> oh yes, I should clarify. <laughs> Santa's um. famous ball sack. <laughs> oh, 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 look at my giant nuts. <laughs> uh, Are those snowballs? No. <laughs> no. But you could try throwing them. <laughs> I don't know what uh. that means. Anyway, 
And then I, yeah, I, I settled on this pick, which is a cult black French comedy. Black comedy? Oh. Or, or, gotta be black. A, okay, dark comedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's go. a dark comedy. Um, yeah, released in 82. Box office smash. These are all things I've already said. I could go over like actors and directors, but uh, I don't know if these things really matter. It was, it was directed by Jean-Marie Poiret. Ooh. And uh, the original play on which it was based was uh, by the troupe Le Splendide. Oh, the Splendide? <laughs> I assume so. Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> um, and like I said earlier, this was uh, this film is pretty well regarded. I assume it plays like every year on uh, the French equivalent of TBS for 24 hours a day on Christmas Day. I could only <laughs> hope. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. That, last, well, that, that was like French-Japanese. Yeah, I don't know what's S, right? I don't know. Uh, french Anise. I should know. I don't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was remade 12 years later in 1994. The basic plot was used by writer-director Nora Ephron to uh, develop Mixed Nuts, which... There, there's more information on Mixed Nuts out there because let me tell you, this is a terrible movie. Oh, also a Christmas oh. movie, oh. but um, it has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. And oh. it's got but it's a, Steve Martin. I, I wonder why. And it's got a f- I'm not a big Steve Martin fan. Oh, really? Steve Martin. Huh. Planes, trains, and automobiles. The, you don't like the jerk? Once in a while, I like mm-hmm. the jerk. Oh. Uh, and it's got a 14 out of 100 on Metacritic. Wow. Wow. Almost as less as Battlefield Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of my favorite quotes about this remake was, uh, you know, it's a truly pathetic, oh, from the Irish, Michael Dwyer in the Irish Times said, uh, this film was a a truly pathetic effort. And Mm. and it was also... One of the worst films I've ever seen. Mm, more Scottish than Irish, but you're, you're yeah. getting there. Wait, they're not the same? No. Oh, shit. <gasps> <laughs> we just lost two members of our, audi- of our yeah, audience. <laughs> we just lost Mike Myers. Oh, what's pre- <laughs> get in the belly. Oh, what's pretty interesting, that Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to remind everyone, Mike Myers yeah. is Canadian, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> He's an imposter. <laughs> uh, but this movie, Mixed Nuts, it, it had like a, a first right first right right cast Steve Martin in the lead role uh, Madeline Kahn <gasps> Madeline Kahn Madeline Kahn uh, Juliette Lewis Ooh. Uh, Robert Klein Anthony LaPaglia Adam Sandler oh. uh, <laughs> there it goes I was like oh I'm better no but this was in the 90s he was, he was okay at this point I think was this before or after Big Daddy oh before okay. I think this was wow. a good five years before Big All Daddy right. And uh, in his first ever film role, Leave Schre- uh, Schreiber. Ooh, oh, I like yeah. some Leave Schreiber. Uh, oh, and Gary Shandling is in this mm. remake, but you oh. know, don't check it out because it's apparently terrible. Yeah. Instead, Damn. we will be watching the original, which is uh, supposed to be pretty good. I discovered this, I believe it was in France. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because... on a casual side. <laughs> just yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm jet lagged right now. Champs Elysees and all of that. Right? Oh. <laughs> Oh, those those crazy champs! Yeah, uh, I was in. I was there for a semester, and I was attending class at this university. I think this was like a theater class or something, or a film, or a <laughs> film class. But they had like a, a few people perform the opening scene from this film, uh, you know, in front of the class, 
and it seemed funny. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure because there weren't subtitles because, you know, we were supposed to be knee deep in French at this point, and I was only like ankle deep in French, unfortunately. <laughs> and but it's it seemed it seemed like a good premise. Very dark. Very mm. the French they they love their they're like dark comedy. Pretty much, but like I want to say like any holiday, they want to invert like that feel good holiday feeling on its head mm. and they just want to get, you know, as grisly as, as can possibly be. And so I haven't really seen much of this film, probably most of it, I think. <laughs> I think we probably only watched like the first 20 minutes in class. Um, so I'm excited to see where it heads. Oh my goodness. You've never seen this, Matt? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh I've sweet, done, Matt. I've done that before and I'm doing that again oh, uh, no. for one of my future picks. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's, we'll, that's what I'm hoping for. We'll all be taking furious notes. A group, yeah. a group learning experience. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think there's much else to say except let's, let's pour ourselves some eggnog all over where it feels good. Uh, my body? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drink it drink it right off my nipples <laughs> You're a bastard, Santa Claus. Oh, so that's what the song was about the whole time. <laughs> and he truly, he truly is a bastard. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. real dick. So I didn't mention this in the intro, but uh, I mean, well, okay. The French title of the film that we watched was Le Père Noël est une odeur. Uh, but that translates literally to Santa Claus is a bastard. Although I think this was uh, brought on to America under the title Santa Claus is a stinker. Mm. Which I think kind of downplays some of the acts we we watched <laughs> the in the film. Yeah. Seen in this film. Yeah. Oh, another another alternate title is uh, "Santa Stinks," mm. yeah. which I don't go into it expecting a little bit more than that. It gets yeah. a little grisly. Mm. Yeah, it's very farcical. I, it feels like a play. Yeah. It's definitely very noises off ish. Okay, and I was enjoying this it. Nice. The I gotta thing, check that out. The whole play, uh, the whole movie could take place in just like this setting. So like I've really got that vibe. So. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Very theatrical. What were we drinking before we Oh, forget? of course. We were drinking uh, this white wine called Butterball. Oh. Honestly, that was an extra because I, just, I wanted to bring another drink. <laughs> but, but the main drinks we uh, handled were another drink from the same company called Smooth Operator, mm. a red wine. I get it because it's like they're the operators yeah. at this SOS. Exactly. Ugh, life alert and situation they, yeah. going on. And they handle their predicaments pretty smooth. Yeah. <laughs> SOS friendship. They, they want to be your friend. Oh, I would not call into <laughs> yeah. them, that's for sure. They have fewer loose threads than uh, Walter White over there. Yeah. And uh, we also got some Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. Which I don't, my favorite. None yeah. of us touched, I think. Oh, I, I had couldn't, some. I couldn't mix wine and eggnog <laughs> 
I, I swear to you, I, I had some. I don't think I could have held it if I did. Oh, I could. That's fair. I, I, I tried eggnog years ago. It just it didn't. Something's got to get me through the editing process tonight. Didn't yeah. hold down right. Oh, you don't like eggnog? That's fair. Not, not an take, eggnog I'll guy. I'll take notice of that. Then. That's very fair. I feel yeah. like most people I know don't really drink oh, it, but I, I thought it was only appropriate. Eggnog ice cream? Oh. Well, I haven't had that, but <laughs> if I have, if I have well, that, I could never have anything else. Gag me with a spoon. Oh. Ooh, printing in some uh, Frank Zappa here. Yeah, I know. Right? That's. I'll, I'll have some updates on uh, <laughs> on, a, on a film on pretty Zap soon. Man. Yeah, yeah. Next, soon. next on the uh, Nick Cageathon that oh, me and a couple oh. friends are doing, we have Valley Girl. Oh. Yum. Mm, very early Nick Cage. I think it's from like 84, 88, something like that. Yikes. Yeah. That's a different. Speaking of Nick Nick Cage, uh, keep him in mind. He might pop up sooner than you might. Oh, he just might. Ooh. Yeah. There's a, a hint for the talent, but let's very nice. Uh, Discuss the plots of this film. All right. Um, so we open on some smooth jazz in the oh, streets yeah. of Paris. No, I, I, I believe it's Paris. Paris? Yeah, they do. Ma- yeah. Texas pa- or France? <laughs> I'm not sure. It also looked like like from like some of the opening shots. I was like getting. Like, is this the gar- is this the Garden State Parkway? Yeah, it did. It, it was very like oh, Garden yeah. State. And right? not really and what then, you think of. And then as soon as we got to the actual city, yeah. I was like, this looks like New York. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it even set the like the tone for like the time of the movie because there's mm-hmm. like disco yeah. balls mm-hmm. hanging above yeah. as like lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as we say in the Golden Girls, picture this. Paris, France, open on Black Santa Claus. And the <laughs> film begins. So it opens on Black Santa. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And this guy, Felix, is slapping the shit out of a four-year-old. And <laughs> oh, I was I living. I was like, I'm here. I love I'm here it. Yep. Like, don't pull my fucking beard. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> little shit. Bitch slaps him. And I'm like, oh, man, oh. I'll wait for him. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And then the dad immediately gets involved. <laughs> evolved. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Santa just berates him right back. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they go, don't molest this child. He's like, fuck you. And then <laughs> yeah. walks away and nothing happens. This well, is like, truly, I think you guys mentioned it pretty early, bad but Santa. Bad Santa, yeah. yeah. This is like a good that, precursor, there, I think. There, were, there was a lot of like movies I was seeing within this yeah. movie. John mm. pointed out it pretty early, but uh, Tokyo Godfathers, Fathers, which yeah. is an animate film. Yeah. Um, draws inspiration uh, because we also have the drag queens and the uh, really? we have a pregnant, homeless people. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, so wow. it, dra- yeah. it draws a lot of that. It all takes place in like one night on Christmas yeah. Eve. Mm-hmm. So it has Tokyo a lot of those Godfathers parallels. Us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So interesting. High recommend. For yeah, you. it's not as farcical though. It's more like I gets a little serious. It, oh yeah, okay. it's ser- it's. But witty. they also deal with like uh, life alerts, like self help and uh, suicide really? and stuff. Yeah, wow. so it's, 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 very, it's got a very nice ending. To yeah, it. yeah, awesome. it's a nicer ending than this one. Oh yes, a more it does. poignant moral than this <laughs> one. I'm surprised that wasn't pointed out like in Wikipedia or IMDb or anything. Well, I'm, I'm, well that's you know, what we're here for. Definitely, right? look at it. See, this is uh, exclusive <laughs> yeah. nightcaps. Uh, which, scoop. At the theater. Which, what are we which, even on again? Oh, we, <laughs> which we didn't point out at the beginning of the episode, but uh, uh, this podcast is uh, episode 21. <laughs> Hooray, everybody. Have, it, 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 this podcast is now legal enough to drink. Woo, hey. We made it. Oh, hey, so we, I mean, in France, we, we hit that shit oh, yeah, at 18. We 18, yeah, that's right. Or uh, what, in Britain, I think it's like 16? Yeah, and Jesus. in Tennessee, it's 12. So <laughs> that's no, we're talking about drinking, not uh, getting married. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Um, we meet Felix, who is this? Sorry, Tennessee. <laughs> and um, he's in a relationship with Josette. 
the mm-hmm. homeless pregnant lady and her shopping cart of wonder. Yeah, with like crazy teeth <laughs> and yeah. a very loud and voice. Obnoxious. Yeah, Shelly Duvall-esque. Yeah. Definitely. Same like rat face. No offense, Shelly Duvall. We know you're a fan of the show. <laughs> but we, we I just jumped to mine. Yeah. And uh, they're running like this rabbit business outside by the freeway in their own little shack. It's very yeah. strange. It's very interesting, but you know... Felix and Josette fight. Josette lets out all the rabbits. Felix runs out and Josette calls up her friend Teresa who works at the SOS Friendship Line, which is a suicide hotline. Like, are they friends though? Like, I, legit, like real life friends? Cause it's I, hard to tell. I, I think I, it's more like they were friends in high yeah. school and it just carried on over because right? they didn't have anybody but else. But it seems to me like they've been through this whole rigmarole before. Like, this happens yeah. to them every night. And, and they, 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 were, they were kind of bonding while they were getting drinks. Like, you do see that kind yeah. of... And she knows exactly to where to go without having to give the address. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. And at this SOS Friendship Hotline, it's not the best hotline to call in for a suicide it's pretty garbage like it all takes place in an apartment you know it's not an actual place it's just one apartment like where's the money being funneled in here you know know. it's real i think uh madame muscan she's got like a guy a ton of things going on she's she's got some sketchy side businesses hustles madame muscan she seemed like the most sane person in this film to me and she gets the hell out before like the shit hits the fan really I mean, she goes through her own stuff, but... We don't actually... We don't get we an don't ending get an on ending her. To her. Yeah. She, yeah, closure she disappears. There. She, yeah. I think she just kind of moseys away. Yeah. <laughs> in the sequel. Well, she does suffer a bit, and I thought like it was going to go a little bit more in-depth. Because Miss Muscan is like um, in charge with Pierre, who's Teresa's love interest, but mm-hmm. also... Miss Muscan loves him, kind of, sort of. Like, oh, no, I didn't get him. that vibe. I, I, that I, that I, so. I didn't get that at oh, all. I got that a little because she walks in on them screwing around later and she gives no, that No, I think like, she's just like, yeah. no, she's more like, ooh. Disgusting. I, I, like, she yeah. knew it was okay, going to happen. So she was like, she, I saw yeah. this coming. She has her own like life and stuff. She's ready to go out. It's yeah. Christmas. She's like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs in the elevator. I got this family dinner planned. I hate oysters. Another running gag we get later on in the film. Uh, which, again, doesn't uh, really... Co- uh, influence her, which I expected, yeah, like we like, expected. Her to show up and get like oysters from the face and be like, I hate oysters. <laughs> oh. And that's how I would have been. Like, I it. hate manure. Yes, I know. God, I'm afraid of a manure. I hope I don't run into a manure truck on the way there. Um, anyways, she leaves. She gets stuck in the elevator going downstairs. And Therese and Pierre... Or Teresa and Pierre? I don't know how to pronounce uh, it. I guess Therese. Therese. Therese and Pierre are kind of like conversing like oh should we leave her in there you know she's mm-hmm. got her own stuff it's very like selfish people working for selfish people oh, yeah. there's nothing but selfish people in this yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I found it funny that like they were talking about lepers like oh uh, Therese is like I, I meant to sew these three fingered leper gloves for the lepers yeah. like they're trying to help people but not in the best way because these Suicide hotline people call up and they're like, oh, curse, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. C word, C word, C word. Are we allowed to say that? I don't oh, know. That, like, for, yeah. like yeah. this movie is like, what, 82, you said? Yeah, but yeah. it's different in France. I think that's a I, looser word. I, I, I yeah, get definitely. Or it's yeah. like, because it's so, like. It's like Fanny in Britain. Like, right? there, there are swears out the wazoo yeah. in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, you the know, French have been, they've been up on it for decades. Mm-hmm. Their kids grow up on that shit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, what was it? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was rated 12 and up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. E for everyone. <laughs> yeah, right? much. They were getting pimp slapped at eight years old in this movie, so they were used to <laughs> they it. They grew up. Goodness. And uh, Miss Muskin is in the elevator, and she has this toolkit. There's very, like, many sight gags with her where she, like, pulls out a trumpet. She's blowing on that. <laughs> She's got, like, um, what what is that game? Uh, oh, Simon. Yeah, Simon Says. Simon yeah. Says. Later. Yeah, I was like, boop, that, boop, that boop. game is that old? Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's been around for a while. 
That was but probably like the first year it was out. It's it was, funny. It was that, a hot toy. Yeah, it's funny that there's some psych ads going on over there. Oh, yeah. Um, Josette is uh, fighting with Felix during this whole time, and she goes, oh, I'm going to come over eventually, mm-hmm. so that's something to save later. Speaking of, because uh, I, I forget when this happened, but uh, speaking of selfish people being selfish, mm. I think one of the first few scenes, one of the first calls that happened before uh, where we're at right now was somebody like threatening to kill themselves. Oh yeah. Mm. And uh they have a gun pointed at their head. They're in a phone <laughs> oh, booth yeah. calling very violence. Calling yeah. SOS friendship. Yeah. And um it's very abrupt. <laughs> but it's like funny dark. It's it like exactly. Harold and Maud humor too, because remember he was mm-hmm. killing himself on on screen too. Yeah, but like, the, like but this he actually, actually happens. Dies. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, and then uh the person on the phone, I think it's Therese, yeah. um Talk, ignore, talking no, to someone, like I think like the buzzer the or something. End. No, she holds like the end you're not supposed to talk into. No, no, like, that's a different open. one. Oh, okay, different yeah, because yeah. the first one when this happens, she was telling someone like, "Oh, just press the button, press yeah, the button." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy on the phone thinks she's talking to him, so yeah. he pulls the trigger and, oh, and he just boom. shoots himself in the head. It's, yeah. Yeah. Really, it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. but it's like one of the first humor. few scenes in yeah. this movie. I like that about it. I feel like there were things like where I was like, "Oh shh, like shoot, they're gonna die." Yeah, like the the elevator when we get there. Right, like getting crushed by that. I was really, I was, I was expecting it to be honest. Honestly, I was much tenser like throughout the first half of the film, Mm -hmm. and then when the second half, when everything, when the shit hits the fan, I was like in for it. I was in for a ride. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the film's. uh, I think that part of the film's intent, like they wanted to bring you for a ride at the beginning, so that the latter half wouldn't seem so. Uh, jarring or yeah, out of place yeah. and be like okay I was prepared mm-hmm. for this it's a little like you know it, it, it voids or it travels into the surreal a little bit later oh, on oh yeah definitely <laughs> um, anyways Miss Muskin is in the elevator and we find out that Pierre and Therese or Therese have a relationship with one another kind of sort of because they both got each other gifts mm-hmm. they're um, sweet on each other but, well oh, yeah. Pierre's gift is a little yeah. <laughs> risque it's oh, yeah. Therese naked dancing with a pig in front of a bi- village <laughs> painting yep, just so frolicking just like, through the grass well, he's like tits out pig oh, out yeah. well, he, everything. he even apologizes for it like before he even unveils it yeah. because he's like like don't think of it as an erotic fantasy but like scientific research yeah, yeah creative uh, research creative yeah. research that's what it is and uh we, he's kind of a bigot and oh yeah he oh was, yeah he's definitely no character i was like you are scum mm-hmm. like, like i feel you. i thought he was gonna kick it at the, the end first, yeah. the first inclination i get is when like uh his finger gets slammed oh, on yeah. the uh, uh in like some, the fuse box yeah, yeah. And he's like calling her like no like not yeah and he goes oh you bitch yeah as he's running his finger and he says that like every two seconds he's got a real short fuse and then right afterwards he's like Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Rivaling Guy Woodhouse for our biggest dick award that mm. we have to give to. Mm. Mm. Um, anyways, speaking of Pierre, he has another person call into him, Mr. Charles Bronson or Mrs. Charles Bronson, whatever right. they would like to be referred to as. But I never mm. get why. I, ne- I think because they were just <laughs> lonely, sure. right? Lonely? No. Or they've had something before? Because he goes, oh, it's you maybe. again. You've called me before. Because they no, I think because his family refers to him as, as Charles, Charles Bronson, right. but like joke, but yeah. he like he's in drag, but like yeah. that like I don't the, get that the, reference. The, the actor Charles uh, he he was in those series of films of uh, I think it's a joke where, though because where, he's supposed to like be like to his family it's like oh you're trying to pass off as pretty fish that's like drag queen lingo as like woman but you're passing off kind of as Charles Bronson who's a rugged man instead so he's mm. not really woman. 
I, I guess, but like I just trust I, me, audience. I know the joke. I think I, I think you really have to dive deep to really understand where like that joke. I think because yeah. like those the Charles Bronson you know, like for the time was like uh, was you know like an action star. Essentially. Yeah, but that's the point. He had a rugged, masculine face when this person is <sighs> trying to pass sense. off as a woman. I guess, and that joke proceeds a little bit later on yeah. too, mm-hmm. as like he's and that's uh, where I get it from because he passes by the marquee with yeah. The, the Charles Bronson mode. I was like, yeah. all right, that joke has come full circle. I do really like how twisted it is that the whole family, like, yeah, really no, gets and that's oh, yeah, they're it's all the, it's the comedy. Like, like, stop yeah. calling me that. Yeah, but they're like, they're like, come join our dinner. It's not like in a yeah. mean way. It's like, oh, Charles Bronson, come join our dinner. Like, they're yeah. not even like really that mean oh. to them. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. But I yeah. just find it funny. So we get this other character slowly maneuvering into this SOS friendship, it take, whatever. It takes some time before we, we revisit him. Yeah, yeah, but he does come back with a bang. Miss mm. um, <laughs> Marquez actually gets out of the elevator. We realize that she has to pee. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, let me out, let me out. And they could have just climbed up or something, got a ladder and got I around. guess it takes this this much time. I know, yeah. and she's I mean, they're pretty up. inept. Yeah. Like, Pierre is oh, so unhelpful. Yeah, everyone's inept in this. So. It takes even t- more time for them to discover that she's in the elevator because, like, it's like their neighbor, excuse me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Has to, like, like knock on the door and be like, but, like she's yeah, like, you're, yeah, it's like, where the hell have you guys yeah. been? You didn't hear that horn that she was blowing? Right. Yeah, which is in the background of, like, the scene where they're having a serious call. And they're, yeah. they're paying no attention to no, it. No, they don't care because, like, because they Pierre's, don't care about one Pierre's on the phone and Therese is, like, in awe of Pierre, I yeah. guess, and how he's handling it. Mm-hmm. Pierre really reminded me of uh, Dwight from The Office, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A I very Dwight-ish yeah. figure. Yeah, a more suave. Like, like very goofy, uh, yeah. but very serious about his work, but like also doesn't really know how to handle many yeah. situations. Yeah. And speaking of, they do call a repairman. He comes up <laughs> yeah. later, though. Oh, yeah, two well, hours he will. Um, Which so, is great because I I forgot that whole thread was. Oh happening, yeah, but, but it, yeah. it showed up. I was like, ooh, who are they going <laughs> to kill? But they actually <laughs> did someone in. Um, so Miss, what's her name? Mar- um, Mar- 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 Miss Miss Quinn. Miss Quinn. I have it. I have it written down. Miss Quinn. I can't pronounce uh, it. Gets pulled out of the elevator, but meanwhile Josette and Felix show up. Josette slams the elevator button. It starts going down. Yeah. And then up, and it's like they're gonna crush Felix and Miss Marskin. Or like she's hanging by a thread. Yeah. No, Pierre. Pierre, Pierre, not yeah. Felix, Pierre. And Miss Marskin, yeah. and the elevator just stops to the point where they aren't going to be crushed. But like, they're, like they're screaming, like "Stop the fucking elevator!" Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is like deaf. Yeah, she's just staring. Like, I mean, Ooh, what's I, mean I kind of get it because she is racing against Felix, who's yeah. also yeah. like he's running, running up the stairs. Up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's, she's, it's very. She possible. has her mindset on one thing. Yeah, they run into the apartment bathroom. They lock the door. Felix is banging on the door. Miss Marskin is like, "Let me in! Let me in!" Yeah, I got to take a look. That part. Yeah, they open it up. They, <laughs> they open it together. Fighting. They like ally. Yeah. They alliance up. And yeah. Start yeah. Beating this he, oh, yeah. Oh, he shoves her against the door. It's like yeah. hey, maybe this will work. Yeah. <laughs> he, he throws he shoves her. her against the door. I love that. <laughs> she's like, really? what the hell are you? Yeah. That's um, good. And then Felix starts strangling Josette with the telephone cord, and, and the other people no, come the in. Shower, and, oh, the uh, shower. Oh, the shower. The shower. Yeah. The shower, which comes into in play tub. later, too. Yeah. Mm. In the tub. Is that the same tub, though? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah, it seemed bigger the second time around. But with the the shower rings or whatever, he starts strangling her, and Pierre and Teresa walk in, and they're like, "Get off, get off, get off!" She's my friend. Yeah. He's like, "No, no, no! She's just having a panic attack, and I just do this oh. to like 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 uh, calm her down." Yeah, and there's so much violence because Teresa gets her like nose caved in yeah. by like 
the kicking feet coming down from the elevator. Yeah. And then Yosette uh, hits Felix over the head with an iron. She goes, Merry oh, yeah. Christmas, Felix, <laughs> and slams him over the head, sending him downstairs to the pharmacy, which is another subplot. Well, oh, yeah. While she and... Uh, who stays with her? Oh, she meets... Oh, does she go down? With, she goes down with him. I don't even remember. Oh, Pierre, uh, Pierre and uh, Ther- uh, Therese go, go down, go down yeah. with Felix. Yeah, right. And she stays up there. With, yeah, j- yeah, because Miss Mars Mark Skin gets out right, and then they talk for eventually, a bit. Well, right. eventually, but then yeah. she gets locked back in. Yeah, right? so mm-hmm. she goes back to get her shit in the elevator, gets locked back into the same situation again. You think she would learn? Yeah, and just she's just trying to make it well, to a dinner too. Well, yeah. like, that's all mm-hmm. she wants. Yeah. Huh. And uh, this is when, like, we finally get uh, what's um, Charles Bronson and uh, oh yeah, that yeah. And, and while Josette is, I don't, I don't know what she's doing. She goes downstairs eventually, and then says that she's up there with him. Yeah, but like, but Josette is like trying to like mm. write something down. Like, it looks like a she her, the her form. Yeah, the form. The I form thought it was that, like she's working on her like 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 what man are you best matched with? Like, she's I, looking for like welfare money, right? Yeah, oh, okay. That's what I'm pretty sure. Okay. At first, I thought like, it was a crossword. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I was were, thinking of. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. this? But uh, Charles Bronson helps her out with the paperwork right, to right. the best of his ability. But then she's like, "Oh, you asshole! You crossed everything out. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. leave." Yeah, and, she's. I, I, I love how yeah. she yeah. is handling it just very literally it's like you know uh, what is your what is your mother's maiden name for example Mrs. X or Y and she's yeah. like well I didn't know which ones to choose so it's I just like, chose Y uh, yeah, I chose X, X. yeah, yeah. Uh. And uh, I think before this, uh, we were introduced to Preskovich, right? Oh, yes. So oh, yeah. neighbor Preskovich. So Preskovich is the MVP. Assume, yeah, a Russian man that yeah. calls in multiple times to this suicide hotline. Oh, he's their neighbor. Agency. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he brings these shitty, literal, like, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I, was, I really... Yeah, well, I like, thought it was, like, uh, shit American time. Vandal yeah. cat shit. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like powdered shit. It looks one. like cat shit. It's powdered it's shit, like, but yeah. he says, like, oh, it's like, oh, it's like chocolate. Yeah, and they're <laughs> eating it. I'm like, it's no, like, I think I have the name of it. It's, it's like Dolcich or Dolcich. It's Sophia Dubichu. Oh. They keep on calling it Dubichu. Delicious. I kept thinking and like their Russian words he, for shit. He yeah. says he they roll it in his in their armpits. armpits yeah, and he's like, look, look, "Why would you think that's delicious?" Like, like, I guess as they're eating it, he says, I guess just because it's like a Russian homemade pastime. I guess. Yeah, but so. I'm, I'm assuming that it was literal just shit. Like, Probably. Every time that he goes, because all of his meals he brings in are like shit and colored. They, they always shit try to like, smell, and they, yeah. they're always they're trying deflate. to deflate, like shoo him away, or it's like, no, yeah. we don't want any of this. Please go. They don't know how to handle this guy because you know you want to be nice to him he's, of course. he's right next door but he, uh, you know just mm-hmm. an annoying neighbor yep love his fez though <laughs> that means he's Russian the, or Turkish those eyebrows yeah I don't know I couldn't <laughs> tell um, anyways a doctor shows up downstairs at the pharmacy and is trying to nurse Felix back to health mm-hmm. and they're like ruining this poor doctor's jacket by sitting on Oh, the, the, oh, the clug. Like, oh, the clue. Yeah. The clue, clue. Yeah. The second. And, like, ruining uh, it. And he yeah. has this hot date sitting in the but, car with her reaction shots. I, like, Well, like, I love the doctor's reaction. because like, why is there grease in my yeah. pockets? Yeah, it's like stuffed <laughs> full of grease. These are awful people. I would not help them oh, with yeah. anything at all. And they, they recover Felix and he's like, oh, thank you. And it's, like, it's almost like he's having a change of heart. And I'm like, oh, this is the change of heart moment. He'll try to make things right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's like. Then he starts panicking. He's like, "I'll, I'll, I'll kill myself." Oh yeah. And then he goes back into the store after they revive him. Right. And he starts shoving, shoving down pills. three bottles of pills. pills. And, and he said he tried to sh- like swallow shampoo yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. it's like Jesus Christ. So we leave them along while Charles Bronson and Pierre are upstairs. Miss Muskin gets out of the elevator mm. and then sees this. 
then tries to go back down and like the fuse breaks on her or something like that, right? Yeah. She's, well, like, she she has this box of tools, yeah. which was also a gift. She's, a gift. She's, she's, yeah. I like this. Like, she's actually, like, like using all the presents that she, she has, she's wrapped. she doesn't seem that bothered. She's just like, come on, <laughs> well, I gotta yeah. go. Well, yeah, she, yeah. she hates, like, uh, she doesn't want to go where she's going. Yeah. Like, she's like, like, spoiled kids. Like, they, well, that. why don't we just give them string and cardboard, she yeah. says. Yeah. She's real old-fashioned. Yeah. And I do like how, when she does try the gifts that she bought, she realizes, like, how shitty they are. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, why would anyone? want yeah. this or how could anyone use she it she has like a toy helicopter at, at one point <laughs> yeah but like i like what she like she shoves like a uh a screwdriver into the fuse box yeah. and she has like her lighter like 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 propped yeah. up yeah. and one of like the little like uh the fence of the elevator mm-hmm. and she's just like finagling with the fuse box so like it's like come on something yeah. to work yeah. and then she like manages to like cause a power outage in the building because she's doing that and meanwhile charles bronson is inching closer to peer upstairs oh, where yeah. the lights go out they like shift yeah, which, which, seated on the couch. which is yeah. really good yeah, I really like I that effect it. like that's very theatrical too like I can see that in any show no, that was and, great. Like, get a lot of laughs so <laughs> they did a lot of sight gags in this movie that mm-hmm. worked really well oh by the way speaking of sight gags we should mention that Felix the whole time is dressed in his Santa Claus oh, outfit because yes, yeah. he's oh, the Santa yeah. from the original scene that slaps the kid. But mm-hmm. it almost it almost looks like at one point, like uh, towards like maybe the last half hour of the movie, he switches the the Santa suit for it looks like a jumpsuit at one point. It it's looks, the it's uh, the handyman uh, suit, right? Didn't he switch them? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. To hide the body. I I, I was almost Spoilers. kind of I was kind of losing my mind towards the end of yeah. it. It's like well, uh, wait, uh, didn't he have something different on? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and all the while Pierre is in this handmade thing that oh yeah. That's made yeah. with like huge holes for the arms so it's like just dang it's like oh it's a sweater he thought it was a floor rag yeah. <laughs> oh a floor rag it's beautiful gray oh we gotta talk about like between Yosette and Therese about Pierre's um, endowment size <laughs> right. yeah. like how is he hold up they're because like, they're out of the, at the bar drinking yeah. and they order a tub of oysters <laughs> no a basket of oysters yeah a basket of oysters oh which looks is. so big when the bartender it's, hands it well, over well it's enough to feed three four people these yeah. oysters that's true we I don't know if I didn't realize when this scene was first happening that it was for all of them. Like, it was dinner for everyone. I yeah. thought it was literally just for Pierre. Yeah. I'm like, what? what's he going to do with all those uh, oysters? oysters? He's going to eat them all. I imagine nowadays where it's like, like that would be like the best kind of Tupperware, I think. A basket, just a basket. Just a basket of uh, uh, General Toes, please. Oh, <laughs> my God. Ooh, Ooh I can, That's I can dangerous. fuck with that to oh, me. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyways, this was good. It's finally like, I'm leaving while they're going up yeah. to deliver the oysters. She gets in her car and of course it doesn't start. Yeah. She's just like, well, fuck this, I'm calling well, like, I, I, I love the gag where she gets out of the elevator after she like causes oh, yeah. the power outage and she's just like, like shaking. Yeah. And... I, I was expecting like her hair to be ablaze, but like she's got some like soot on her, on her nose and like mm-hmm. she's like, all right, I'll see you later. And it's like, that's the basement. Okay. I'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really thought that was going to go much darker eventually. Yeah. Oh, like, like she, she falls down a flight of stairs, stumble, or when she was getting when she was getting into her car. Like, thank God it wouldn't start. The oyster, yeah. like the clue would crumb. I thought the clue would crush her in her car, mm. right? Oh, possible, that yeah. happens out. That happens later. Um, but after that, what do we get out? Oh, Pierre and Charles are like having this weird thing, and he freaks out on her, yeah. and like. We see Charles well, like, limping throughout the whole movie, which is another like sight clue for what's gonna happen mm-hmm. because one of her heels is busted mm-hmm. and it like foreshadows what's happening to her a bit later. True, yeah, I didn't yeah. catch that. Mm-hmm. 
So and, nice. and this also just proves more to just how Pierre is more of a bigot, or it's like he's he's yeah. a homophobic, yeah, because he's dancing with a man in drag, yeah, and he goes get away from which, you, which yeah. kind of reminded Slur. it kind of reminded me of. Uh, Do you ever watch Rock and Roll? Yeah, uh, it's probably it's probably I think it's uh, Guy uh, Guy Ritchie, uh, right? Guy Ritchie's uh, last good movie because mm-hmm. you know, all the others are just kind of shit. I you mean, think. you didn't like uh, King Arthur and the oh. Sword in the Stone oh. or something? Oh, please. Oh, poor King Arthur movies always <laughs> But, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Um, Gerald Butler is dancing with uh, Tom Hardy in that scene because, oh. like, he, he reveals that like, he's homosexual and it's like, oh, before I go to jail, I want you to dance with me at this gay bar. Oh. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah. oh, that, that, that's, that's something that kind of reminded me of that, oh. uh, that moment. So. Yeah, it was right. kind of a sweet moment. Yeah, just it looking for a companion. Oh, but until Pierre goes off on Charles Bronson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I too really like the sound effect right that precedes uh, the dancing when uh, Charles Bronson asks Pierre, wouldn't you be embarrassed to dance with me? Like, come on, be real. And then Pierre is like, takes a pause and is thinking about it and you just hear like a car go by. Oh yeah. I don't know I why, that. but that like it yeah. just added so much to uh to the scene. Yeah. It just made it real funny. Like I could imagine Arrested Development doing that as like a running yeah. gag. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a car just passing by yeah. whenever you have to answer a tough like, question. Mr. F <laughs> <laughs> or uh Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Oh man, and that's about that. that's as long as we da, can uh, da, sing da, that before da, copyright. Da, da. <laughs> we don't want Charlie Brown on our ass too. Oh, right? oh, okay. They sue. Oh Charles yeah, Schultz. do they? Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of sight gags, when Therese and Yosette come upstairs to see Pierre, he's laying on the couch and blends oh, in perfectly with this love couch. It, yeah. I was like, love yeah, it so much. I noticed I before, like, like yeah. how. How much his jacket matched the couch, but then they it, they really went for it. It, yeah. it took a hot second, and I was like, "Oh, that's I that's know." It took a while cool. for you to realize. I was like, "It's perfect." Match. Like yeah. all the the You're lines, like, yeah. like all the lines are We're, perfectly yeah, matched. Nice it's stuff, yeah. it's such a, an attention to detail kind mm-hmm. of moment. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, like I don't know how they did that. Yeah, so they're eating these oysters. Yosette is shoving down as much as she oh, can. Oh God! I, this at this with part, the bread that they're doing like very like oh no no no. At this point, I was just like, why kick this woman out of here? What a she's freeloader. Fun. She's fun, right? Yeah. I don't mind she's had her. some fun. Like, and she curses like a sailor, so she's funny. She shoots parties. someone later, but she's cool. Oh, goodness, she does shoot someone later. Um, but Charles Bronson leaves first, and yeah. I thought they were going to come back with like a gun or something. Oh, like, kill someone. I mean, we do get that. But no, she doesn't. She just comes back, and she's like, like you know hey, what? I'm back again, like in a different like, attitude, like at yeah. it again. But like, like we get like a nice kind of like walk off moment with her yeah. at first, as like, like this is when we see like the Charles Bronson like, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, poster, yeah. and because yeah. you get the kind of like kind of like music where it's like kind of like fuck you music as she, like she's like or he's walking away, yeah. but then, and then she returns like, oh, I'm looking for my lighter, and then yeah. they get a more kind of like moment where she's like kind of cursing off pierre it's like how dare you it's like like i bet you just want someone with like the tits and an ass yep. and uh and you know pierre does chuck <laughs> yeah. ch- and chucks uh his wig into the pile oh, of yeah, oysters you oh, yeah. your wig into your my oysters that's a very like rupaul line right there it's it's an emotional like moment yeah. i think it's like the most emotional like uh scene i think and then like it holds a little bit of weight if mm-hmm. the camera focuses on her mm-hmm. as oh, like yeah. crying yeah and then like that's kind of it yeah and i'm like i wanted a little bit more out of that yeah. i thought i could have sworn the movie was going to go in a whole different direction i wanted more on therese because she seemed like the nicest if not the most naive of the group yeah, and definitely yet she both. still goes along with everything but she yeah. does go like oh don't treat 
him like that. Don't treat her like that. Try to mm-hmm. be a better person. Right. Yeah. So she is trained in social work, so I don't know if that degree helps. Yeah, she's because still... She's not the most intelligent sort, mm-hmm. but... She still has a little... Uh, conscience or something. She still kind of tends to make fun of people yeah. uh, oh, lower yeah. than her a little bit, but definitely not as much as other people in this movie or as much as you'd expect yep she's she's redeemable definitely and while all this is going on felix has returned to his rabbit house and has got another gun and it's like oh no shit's gonna go down with this one and he Mm -hmm. runs back interrupts this party that they're having uh paskovich brings in the clue beforehand though which is another shitty dessert they try to cut into it's like i I saved it yeah (laughs) i told you we put it in too early it looks like a piece of hot (laughs) shit another clue this one with uh chapazzi he says clue clue with chapazzi yeah and they i just like that they have a metal knife and they cut into it and (laughs) it breaks right off that's Uh, like you know this thing's poison yeah and everyone's like oh i'm gonna die and i can't really eat that let (laughs) me take it out to the balcony they throw it off and it crushes the car whoops it slipped oh my gosh (laughs) Very, and then go downstairs, pick up the glass before a child or a dog sniffs <laughs> yeah. it, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, poor I thought Pascovich. they were talking about, like, you know, pick up the clue because you don't want to, like, poison oh, an animal. Yeah. But, yeah, oh. the glass, too. And while he's downstairs, uh, Felix comes in with the gun and it's like, I got a gun. Everyone's going to listen to me right now. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. What's her face? Josette, come Josette. here with me. Yeah, Josette, come here with me. No, no, no. And then he threatens Charles Bronson, like, I'm not even here. Why are we... And we're thinking that Charles Bronson is going to take the gun from him and then winds up getting shot in the foot. Yeah. So they're really limping now. It's like, oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that before. And they lie down the bed. It's like, oh, okay, no one's dead yet. Like, no, I'm just injured. And no one can injure, like, help repair this injury on this poor person's foot. Because everyone and, is way too yeah, busy with their own Yeah, shirt. because one thing always happens after another. And Teresa's, like, having a panic attack in yeah. the bathroom. It's like, like, I'm cold. Take off my clothes. I'm so my cold. back, yeah. And harder, harder. Like, yeah. yeah. So there's much like sexual innuendo going on there. Too. Pierre gets really hot, that. so he starts undressing. Oh man! Of course. And then while that's going on, the gun goes off in a fight, and yeah, Josette, they shoot. Josette the, manages yeah. to get the gun back. Yeah, and they shoot the repairman who just she, knocked yeah. on the door. She was just trying to empty the bullets. Oh, another like, yeah. what are we gonna do with this body? And Felix yeah. takes it in. Oh, we'll chop it up and throw it in the river. No yeah. problem. Yeah, he, they're doing that, and they're doing this all like, while like nobody else is the wiser. No, like, they're doing this in secrecy. Like, but he's like, he's doing it as like a favor. I'm like, why? Why? He's yeah. like, he's, he keeps trying to get rid of the body. I never see a clear detail as to why. Because I, I think he doesn't want to be incarcerated. Yeah. Right? Pretty much, he's but got like fires. He, but yeah, but he also keeps saying, it's like, oh, I'm doing you a favor. Like, as he's first dragging the thing. I think he's saying because he doesn't want to get blamed. And I feel he's like him and Rosette have done this before, like, <laughs> many a time. Uh, he does have fires. He like mentions... It's very, like, uh, John Waters-esque. Yeah. Like, you they, know? They, they, they are very John Waters-esque. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like they're the couple right there that have been through it. I was like, okay, I've seen that before. Like, we need to get rid of this fucking body. Let's <laughs> chop it up and throw it in the river. Yeah, Felix does mention in the beginning, as, as Santa, uh, with the beard and everything, like, Oh, you know, I, I've already paid my dues. I've been incarcerated. Like, I went to rehabilitation. So, you know, yeah. definitely. Yeah. He's been somewhere down this road before. Yeah, and I feel horrible for these neighbors because they're just like, what's going on up there? Another firework? Don't make me come up there again. They're like, no, no problem. Slams the door. Oh. Yeah. And they're like looking at each other like, let's just go to bed. It's Christmas. Yeah. Everyone hates SOS yeah. friendship. Yeah. Everyone love... hates them. Oh. But they help Misfits get out of the elevator before. So it's like weird. It's like. I mean, they're nice people. They're yeah. decent people. Unless they got their own bodies to hide at home, which Ooh. was another thing. Like, everyone in this universe is kind of like that. And this, this poor <laughs> everyone rabbit in France. 
is in the apartment just watching them I all. Love I witnessed that it everything. Scene. I felt so bad for this bunny. That was I lo- so I, just, I love how goofy. the camera keeps like like switching <laughs> angles on it. It's like getting closer and closer. <laughs> it was so absurd and I love it. Oh, like, it was just such uh, And the way they were picking them up by ears before I'm like, oh those are real bunnies. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I mean Or by the legs. They'll eat them. I mean, you know, I've had rabbit before. It's pretty okay. But <laughs> yeah. I, no harm to rabbits. They're but, yeah, uh, like, speaking of rabbit, that watership down uh, movie's coming. On the tw- the twenty third, then to Netflix. Wow, can't wait. Ben Kingsley, yeah. uh, what's the name? Ready. James McAvery yeah. and McAvoy. John Boyega. Oh, McAvoy, McAvoy. whatever. McAvery. I, that's yeah. always how I pronounced it. Yeah. I don't know why. Hmm. I'm excited for that as well. Speaking oh, yeah. of bunnies, call some violent rabbit. Uh, yeah, no, that view from the rabbit. Like I could just be imagine being in his headspace. Like you see the uh, the like, hammer, mallet, yeah, like, drop down. Mm-hmm. You and always you think, just, like, that's like, is this what's expected of me? Yeah. Yeah. But luckily, there's no on screen bunny deaths. In no, this definitely film. not. The bunny's treated uh, pretty Better okay. Than I, most I, kept, I kept expecting to see live action, like, bunny I know, murder. Me too. Oh. And I was happy not to find it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Do Therese and Pierre make love in the shower? It's un- I, I can't. It's I can't tell because i i wasn't sure either i was just like do they because there's there's just a lot of moaning and then like because like, like they both have their clothes off he, he still has his jacket on yeah, jacket he and puts, shirt he, puts, no, he, like, like, he readjusts his trousers and whatnot def- that definitely yeah because he's like i don't know what came over because like he's taking his clothes off for the same reason that she is because mm-hmm. like they're both like, hot and cold yeah. so they're p- trying to conceal each other mm-hmm. and he's like oh like i i didn't know what came over me and it's like don't worry i didn't feel anything and it's like <laughs> Oh, that's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so, like another like kind of like penis joke, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, that's something he keeps referring to. Like, this is a disaster. This is a like a big disaster. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do the French refer to it as? Un petit multi, like the little death. Like that means orgasm. No, that's ma- uh, masturbation. Masturbation. Actually, no, that is orgasm. Yeah, it is orgasm. Mm-hmm. See, I know a little bit more about French culture than you. Than Let me think. Yeah, it's like um petit I feel like mode. most people. <laughs> Refer to it during masturbation, mm. though. Well, you, speak, you're yeah. what the French call les compétents. Yeah, yeah it, it is uh, le petit mort. Yeah. Well, uh, little death. Yeah. I guess it is orgasm. For masturbation, yeah. doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. That's just what, you know, the sexual position with a woman. It's very like male <laughs> yeah. ratifying, but, well, I don't know. That's a conversation for a different day. They've got the <laughs> yeah, body. Yeah, I'm, I'm not old right. enough yeah. for that. Yeah, they. You're going to have to sit me down later. <laughs> We have to save it for nightcaps after hours. Right? Ooh, oh, God. oh man! Um, so uh, Felix finally does up his whole body and gift wraps it. And oh, I love that! Meanwhile, joke too. Charles Bronson is like, "What's going on here? I'm gonna call the police." And he's like, "No, you're not." Knocks him out. Uh, I know, with the chair. Breaks a chair over his head. WWE just, style. <laughs> goodness! And then uh, Pierre and Therese come out. I'm like, "Where is the body?" And they're like, "It's right here in these packages." What? And they all flip out like. They package it. They're insane. And they've done this drag queen in as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? And they're like, oh, let's just go to the zoo. They have no choice yeah. but to go along with it. Well, like, no, we got our fi- like, final look at uh, Mr. Petrovich yeah. as he comes in, like, as they're all arguing each other oh, with, yeah, with his, like, little accordion. He goes, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. Then, it's, like, very creepy. Like, like, freaks like, out, David Josette. Lynch, and I was like, yeah. what's going on here? Uh, like, Josette yeah. jumps out of her skin at that yeah. point. And they finally tell him to fuck off, oh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you've been and scratching my balls long uh, enough. No, breaking Get my balls. Breaking scratching my balls. is different. Yeah, yeah. breaking but, uh, my balls oh, long I do enough. love that scene because here's like like a goodwill neighbor just <laughs> like, hey, where's the party? It's I heard insane. firecrackers. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Uh, 
Oh, I would do like, the same the thing. Right? Yeah. Slam the doors on his fingers. And he's never it. seen again. Yeah. Probably killed himself. I thought he uh, fell down the stairs when oh, he was yeah, like yeah, screaming. Right. Oh, much. yeah. I thought that was going to be more, too. Like, he's actually yeah. dead, like another body to hide. Yeah, no, but it was just his finger. But then we get a quick transition to the zoo. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's like, okay, this is the animal planet now. Yeah. Just a shot of a lion I, or I, a tiger. If you closely recognize a bunch of. Uh, English paratroopers diving in. <laughs> Another callback. Oh, oh man, the, the French French Wee. film universe. Yeah. Yeah. French cinematic universe. Yeah. At nightcaps, slowly connecting the dots. All, yeah. all French movies are, are, are aligned. Same, same universe. Well, yeah, this one also takes yeah. place in Nazi-occupied France. Oh, yeah. man, there were no Nazis. There. Hey, they're there, just off to the side of every frame. Well, they're throwing these gift wraps to the tigers and the lions, and they're eating it up. I love it. Oh my! Right, and <laughs> and the bears, they do get to the bears too. Do they? I yeah, never they seen go, the Let's, bear. go, to the yeah, bears let's go to the bears. Let's go to the bears. Yeah, we don't the get bears. a shot of them. Yeah. the bears. Oh, uh, <laughs> and for some reason they've tried like made Charles Bronson's body into the back of the van, like. Right, because he they was unconscious. Him along. Yeah, but why? Yeah. No one. No, why didn't they just leave him there? I guess they didn't want him to call the police. Oh, call the police. Yeah, but yeah. Well, they, they opened the door. Well, I think they thought he was dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were next. they were gonna chuck that body. That's <laughs> possible. Because right? yeah. like they, he keeps like, what am I doing here? It's like they did oh. say you did them in too. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay. So you can blow off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I think you should blow. Off. That's what <laughs> Teresa says after Felix says oh, it. So because it's like more polite. It's like saying like, you should fuck off. That's how you know it's serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, Teresa's there in like her little cute outfit, throwing the body yeah. parts in too. Yeah. Like they're all there as they a family it. on Christmas. And they're having a good time. They're like, let's yeah. do this again next and year. And Charles Bronze is the only one's like, it's like, it's like, like oh, I'll, I'll help. It's Christmas yeah. after throws like not like into like the the like, baboons or and the, the giraffes, giraffes, and yeah. the herbivores. Like, what are you doing? They don't like, eat that meat. <laughs> he's like, whatever. Yeah, and then just leaves, lets <laughs> off. Yeah, goodness. And then uh, Felix dives into the monkey cage and gets mauled. That he's like, oh, I'm gonna come back and make a coat out of you. <laughs> and him and Josette hop in the van. Sorry, we can't drop you off. Bye. See you. Thanks for the oysters. Yeah. Oh man. It really is just so casual. Just like, all right, yeah. we'll we'll meet up again soon. It's a cartoon. It, it yeah. feels like a nice like episode of Curve. Yes. <laughs> in some way. Or always sunny, right? Yeah. It does. Oh feel yeah, like definitely. Sunny. The gang kills the repairman. <laughs> oh yeah. This, At Christmas. Yeah. This could definitely happen. In always sunny. I, I thought of always sunny. Yeah. I mean, definitely. you know, we got a pregnant person that could be D. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And. Um. I think before this, uh, I forgot to mention uh, here in my notes I've written down. I think uh, Charles Bronson says something along the lines of like, "This place is death." Yeah, like, yeah. and I just really like that line. Yeah, but I, then even he comes along and he. Just I mean, he's alone on Christmas. Outfit, yeah. Or she's alone on Christmas. Yeah. But yeah. They are alone on Christmas. <laughs> ah, she. Yeah. But, mm. uh, yeah. yeah. No, that that just proves you know. Yeah. The not really peer pressure, but. Just the power of Christmas. <laughs> I I like how the uh, how the movie ends because it's 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 them like like asking like oh so what are you doing for New Year's yeah. you know it's like are you, are you gonna be, and then it's like uh, it's like they're walking away the music cues coming in and then they see Charles Bronson yeah. it's like where are you guys going it's, it's like, like oh go fuck off we've had yeah. enough of you and the, you know like the credits start rolling the, the 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 cameras panning up so I like how it holds on yeah. like the moment as like mm-hmm. they're still like kind of walking yeah. and limping off and, and what a zany universe oh yeah. oh yeah zany 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 that's Paris man yeah <laughs> I do I do wish eventually they kind of like were like all right, Charles. Like we're not crazy about you, but come on. Yeah. Well, uh, they, yeah. 
I think maybe that might be kind of implied. Yeah, you know, they all get on the same bus there. at the end. I yeah. bet they all get arrested. Yeah, at, at or the they go to jail. Like, the cops are Mate. back, like... In an ideal world. <laughs> There's blood all over this kitchen. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> we call about a repairman yeah. disappearance. The, uh, La- the last no location. You in, yeah. The neighbors uh, sent in thousands of complaints over the months. Oh, now yeah. what are the time. These bold holes are in your door. It's really an open and shut case. Yeah, <laughs> really. Not but, in Paris, uh, maybe. Not, well, not in Paris, where you can live on forever doing yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, and that's the movie. Should we give our final thoughts and rating? Let's do it. Sure. Okay. I'll go. <gasps> I really loved it. I really nice. liked it. Um, there, there came up maybe a small point where I was, I was, I, I was thinking where it's like oh, i can't take any more notes on this because uh when it comes to like like really heavy like farcical comedies that involve like you know, like subtitles mm-hmm. you know, like you really need to pay attention, pay attention. what's going oh, on yeah. so but like it, it all stuck with me you know like uh, as soon as like, like maybe halfway towards the movie i started stopped taking notes and like i was i was totally invested nice uh it it was it's it's definitely uh it's very something lighter you should watch for the holidays mm-hmm. and like to know like you need something a little bit zany and like mm-hmm. maybe like if you have like family or like like the like issues or something like that during the holiday season, family and issues it, during and, the holidays, and it, and it just can't deal. Never had maybe that something, so, maybe someone said something racist during Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> but uh, no, this, this movie uh, for uh, definitely holds up, and it, it, it I think it, it it's it, it could be for anybody. It, you just gotta you know like go in with a with a fresh mind and like uh, know what you're getting into, or you know you don't know you know what you get into. Like I didn't as long I, as you know it's a little dark, maybe. I mean yeah. you know like and I, a little. Cr- I, I was yeah. pretty much expecting, you know, like as soon as I heard black or uh, dark comedy, I was like, yeah, there's gonna be yeah. some death in here, but yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 uh it's true to its uh true to its merit, and mm-hmm. uh, I totally appreciate it. Nice, not uh, seven out of eight pizza slices. There we go. <laughs> Answering the questions. Awesome. So I really appreciated this movie. It reminded me of a lot of theater that I've gone and seen, especially Definitely. Noises Off, which yeah. I suggest you all watch. Noises Off is essentially a show behind the show. I so watch it's like that. the backstage work. Like one act is the show they do in rehearsal. The next act is the show like the final night. And mm. then the next act is the show well into its run. And you see how much these actors give up over time huh. with these backstage. Like one act nice. is from backstage, one act is from front of house. And then the last act is both of them put together later on in the run. Like them doing the same motions, the same play over and over again. Oh. It's really funny. That's and it reminds cool. me of every farce. It has farcical yeah. elements. You get the characters slamming doors, yeah. mistaken identity, death saw that and I just enjoyed how theatrical it was I liked that there was only a handful of characters yeah. so like yeah. in the beginning I was like oh no I'm gonna have to keep track of like every character <laughs> and what they're doing and no it didn't turn out yeah. Yeah, it was easy to follow me. we all Even, got their uh, names play goes yeah. wrong could be another like uh, yeah. like uh, comparison of to course, this as yeah. well it's the same thing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. have you guys seen uh, Frasier Oh, yeah, okay. of course. I seen Frasier. Okay, good. That's my go-to. Killing the repairman was all salad and scrambled eggs. Ooh. Have I seen? Frasier. Killing the repairman was the worst thing you had in mind, Niles. <laughs> like some cherry. Yeah. Take it your also mind off. reminded me of future pick. Not eventually, but we. I, my pick, not you. I'm gonna pick Clue. Hey, and you don't know. Love Clue. You gotta sum you don't, it up. You don't know what I'll yeah. do. Yeah, you don't know if we're gonna pick Clue. Well, I've, pick I've Clue, jumped you your gun. Tell me so I get my notes ready. <laughs> you know, noise is off, but you know what? Hands off. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We'll see who gets there first. Now it's a race around the world, right? <laughs> oh, well, I've got uh, Jackie Chan at my side. Around the world in <laughs> days. Jackie, oh, come on! Goodness. I'm talking about the older version, of course, the classic <laughs> four-hour entre-act overture version. Oh, Jackie was in that one too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, it's outrageous. 
uh, racist stand-in oh, right, oh, when they went to Asia or the, the Far East. Oh, sorry. That was Mickey yeah. Rooney. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Too Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I can imagine. Um, I give it 6.5. Oh, all right. pizza slices. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, I chose this film. I didn't even really know what I was getting myself into because I had only seen um, not even the first scene with Santa, but the first scene when they were answering phones, uh, Therese and Pierre. But I I, kind of liked it, and I knew just from reading about it that this would basically be up my alley. I think it delivered it even more than I expected, um, which I'm pretty happy about. It's, yeah, the sense of humor. I felt like I was right along there with it it never really lost me I was just in for it the whole time and I I love the character work that they did I feel like it's really commendable everybody has such specific traits that they acting yeah that Mm -hmm. that is recurring Uh, they even have catchphrases Uh, I I jotted a couple down I think like uh, uh, we mentioned before that Pierre uh, yeah Pierre says I'm sorry I don't know what came over me and I see after he has like a temper tantrum after he uh, blows his short fuse um therese she often would say something like uh, i'm not blaming you but and then (laughs) say something Mm. um that kind of sounds like she's blaming someone (laughs) passive aggressive yes yeah or actually no i think maybe that wasn't her oh no i think it was madame mescon was the first one to say it to uh pierre Mm. and then uh therese kind of like parroted that mm. and said it herself later and um uh so, oh, something that's here uh therese does say that kind of acts as a qualifier whenever she says something uh that not everyone will agree with or everyone would agree with but doesn't really want to say themselves she'll say you know i must admit she'll always mm-hmm. uh preface something with that like i must admit uh, maybe the food you're bringing isn't like the greatest, oh, yeah. but yeah. it's the holidays and we'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Like it just it matches their character perfectly. Yeah, I'm really into it. Um, one line I'll just bring up that uh, I didn't mention when Josette is in the is in the bar with Therese. Therese. She when they're commenting on kind of her relationship with Pierre, she goes, "I can feel it when people are in love. Makes me laugh." And I, just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really like that line for I some reason. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she just gets a kick out of, yeah. like, seeing everything going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. she just kind of likes being around it. And maybe that's why she, like, continues to be with Felix. Yeah. Um, Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Waddling throughout the whole movie. I could have sworn oh, I was expecting, like, a, a, pre- like a pregnancy oh, labor scene. Or, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm, I'm happy there wasn't. A Don Davenport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My little taffy. Yeah, I... I was really into the latter half of this movie, uh, more so than the first half. The first half was still good, but the latter half, I think, had more laughs. It got really absurd and surreal, which mm-hmm. I just greatly enjoyed. I'm going to go ahead and give it 6.75 wow. pizza wow. slices out of Wow, eight. we rated this that. one pretty high all around. That's true. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I'm still wondering if I should go. And I think <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it there for now. Go to well, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go to Paris, why don't we tell the audience where... We can find each other on social media, perhaps. Mm, all right. Mm. Well, you could find me um, at the s- zoo. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be in the lion's den. Yes. I'll be the lions eating uh, people's holiday gifts. Yeah. No, I, you can find me on Smash. I'll be. Oh God! Your Next friend, week. Your friend yeah. code is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? We don't have oh, enough wait, time on the podcast to reveal that. 
60,000 digit number. <laughs> yeah. oh. No, my, my, my gamer tag is probably Big Mac or MacCap1210. So that, that won't be of any use for you because of friend codes, but, you know, good luck. Maybe we'll run into each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me, Jonathan Gwikowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drinking JK on Twitter. You can follow my other anime was not a mistake movie podcast looking at the Studio Jahibli history. I'm coming at you with oh Princess Mononoke next time. Ooh, so nice, we're getting there to the big ones. Very yeah, nice. That um, movie used to scare the shit out of me. Oh, the big pig. Oh, oh I'm, I'm a big pig. pig. Oh. Leave or I'll kill you. Oh, or like I just that blob that yeah. just immenses from but the forest. But not the forest spirit with his creepy face that like turns 180 degrees for a hot second. I repressed like, that whole movie. Yeah. Oh, I, but I need to rewatch it. All yeah. right. Well, maybe this you'll give it a listen. You want to give it again? I just you. might. All right. And who? Are you? Oh, Where can I find you? Who am I? Yeah, he I'm just called up our hot. He called up our hotline and asked if he could come over. Right. Uh, you could find me over at M Zero Junior over on Instagram, or you could find me over at M. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. Mm, yes. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe this humble little podcast. With we need you. Where you. Will you be? Yeah. Um, we're gonna give a we, soft every, launch. Everyone needs here. friends, especially right. during the holidays. Yeah. We'll have a business meeting, and yeah, then uh, eventually. We'll, yeah, and uh, you know we might just have some some goodies in for you guys for yeah. the for the coming year. Yeah, we're getting our shit together. I, I think, think we're so. getting a little more nuanced, a little oh, more yeah. specific each and every episode. We yeah. might not always be drunk every episode, or mm. at least or throwing into uh, throwing throwing up in, into a bucket. Yeah, but those are memories, only special <laughs> memories, Man, right? And do I have to be remembered, re- reminded of them? Mm. Speaking <laughs> of throwing up into a bucket, oh, um, is this I a clue? Yes. It's my turn. You guys kind of forego the two extra choices I gave you in sake of Christmas. Oh, we don't have that much taste holidays. in movies. <laughs> um, do, do we even watch movies? I've never heard of them. So the next movie is kind of the opposite of throwing up into a bucket, I feel. It's my Throwing per- up into a yeah. purse? Oh, you're, I think it you're would be s- not throwing up and instead <laughs> having a fantabulous night with friends, um, I would say. Um, hmm. You mentioned Nick Cage earlier on. Yes. He makes a, a very... <sighs> Stunning appearance in this movie. Interesting. Um, my favorite Christmas film, technically, it's set during the holidays. And all I can offer you, and I'm sure Mark knows, is snap out of it! <laughs> oh. Good night. Did you enjoy the show? I'd offer my own commentary, but I've still got popcorn kernels in my teeth and a slight aftertaste of gin I just can't seem to get rid of. Maybe I shouldn't use it as mouthwash anymore. If you would like to offer your own two cents on the podcast, be sure to rate, review, and dare I say, even subscribe. Don't forget to find us on most social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Nightcap Cinema. Don't be afraid to join the conversation, offer your own take on the films we watch, or even suggest something that we should see. We are always welcome and open to all feedback. After all, everyone's a critic. Can I be real for a second? As an avid podcast listener and newbie podcast creator, I better understand now more than ever just how much work and dedication it takes to create and share things through this medium. By taking just a few seconds out of your extremely busy days, you can honestly make a world of difference even for us. Just a couple of millions who talk about movies for shigs on the internet. I would like to personally thank anyone who contributes in any way. Remember, it's all possible thanks to listeners like you. Thank you. 
What do you mean that's not gonna fly with PBS? You think those antique road-showing geriatrics are gonna listen? You have got to be kidding me! Ugh, we'll just cut it in post.